It's Old New Borrowed Who, the Meandering Biography Podcast, hosted by two childish Joshes. I've gone for a different one. This is our <laughs> second time of recording this podcast. We're attempting to record it. it is. We, we are having some wonderful technical issues trying to get this podcast out to you. Uh, that's that's our dedicated... How dedicated are we, Josh? It's, the, we... it's the day of, day of release. Day of and... release. It's uh, meant to be going out in just over a, well, just over an hour and a half's time. And this, po- this podcast, as we all know, normally goes about two and a half hours. So <laughs> it's not going out on time. I'm going to apologise now because this is already late and we already know it is. But it is what it is. We tried to do it last night. Yeah. And, I... and, it, and it just something went entirely wrong. And now you have ventured to the, yeah, the band that is Swansea. <laughs> yeah, I, I left the safe confines of Cardiff and gone all the way down to Swansea. Um, <laughs> I've got my stab-proof vest on as I had to go through pretend. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm a little hot, a little sweaty, but that's just me in general anyway. Um, if you don't know who I am anyway, <laughs> um, my name's Josh Hewton, also known as Big Cat Deafening. Um, and to my right, because we're next to each other, as we've just said, is... Josh Jones, also known as... I've got it written for you. Dominator Tiptoe. Dominator Tiptoe, yeah. Uh, we worked hard on these names. We've, there's a reason why we're called these things. It will come apparent later <laughs> in the podcast. But yeah, Big Cat Deafening and Dominator Tiptoe here. Coming at you. <laughs> yes, we're we're coming at you. Like From the old... mean streets of Swansea. Swansea in, the re- in the marina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we sound... We sound hardened criminals we are we are we're well hard well hard yes uh, not not that everyone from the street is a criminal i better backtrack there uh <laughs> but you know yeah there's some nice ones you get like oscar the grouch he's not he's not a criminal that's what i'm saying but he's from the streets he's not particularly hard he's street isn't he he's, he's a soft he's quite <laughs> soft really he's, he's, a, he's a puppet i was gonna say a muppet but he's not a muppet he's a puppet there is a distinct difference between the two <laughs> I don't know what the differences are. Well, I think one's just part of the Muppets. Well, yeah, that would make sense. Is that the it? only difference between a Muppet and a puppet? I don't know. Muppet is it? Is it a puppet that you wear like a mitten? Well, a no, because puppet? Muppet. Oh, maybe I don't know. Do you, you see their legs though? So they don't always. I don't. I don't know. They always have fist up them. But then, technically, even Big Bird does. It's just got two fists and a whole person inside <laughs> them. So it's trying to work out where the line is, isn't it? But yes, as you can see, we are very much on track this week. <laughs> um, we've we've lost lots of the patter that we had before about what we were meant to be doing, but um, we have. Yeah. We are. Um, yeah, since we last saw you, obviously we've uh, missed an episode. This is our first fortnightly episode of yes. of the the show. And as it, uh, as it continues, as it's hoping to continue, obviously we're hoping that as there is more gaps, we'll be able to put potentially bonus episodes out there, mm-hmm. little just intermittent ones where if we go, actually we want to do something on this or. One of our friends wants to be involved and wants to do a report. Mm. Because if it's not us having to write one, we have more We have more time to do it. That's the way it looks. It's the writing that's the problem. It's, it's, we have to, we each write, what, three pages on someone every week? Yeah. Or every other week now? Every other week. Well, actually, I mean, we only do one, one a month now, which is lovely. Oh, yeah. I that's know. Actually, that's actually, that is all right. Look at us. We're teaching you maths, writing. 
We're basically an educational podcast. We just haven't told We're basically you. Sesame Street. We are basically <laughs> Sesame Street. So Big Cat Deafening is secretly... I'm trying to think of it. The Count. <laughs> <laughs> and, which is the and who are you then? Oh, I am. As Dominator Tiptoe. Absolutely. Elmo. Elmo. <laughs> Elmo and the Count here to teach you everything you need to know about celebrities. <laughs> so what do we do here, Josh? We uh, we take a celebrity who has been in... or could could be a celebrity, could be a character, as we have done previous. Yes, yeah. Um, an entity. And we that has been in recent news, and we look back on their lives, we review their latest adventure adventure or just venture either or i mean we're sometimes, not, we're... sometimes it's been an adventure watching some of these <laughs> yeah we're not normally doing explorers so normally they're just their venture but <laughs> yes so the latest venture and uh yes we we cast our, our all-knowing minds upon these we say all-knowing we'll, we, do, we know very are. little we're but... very much just people who watch too many films and decided to <laughs> make yeah. an excuse for watching more <laughs> yeah that's basically it we and we say people in the media it has basically been films is all we've done really we've done a bit we've done one we've tv done a, episode we've done a singer and we've done one singer mm. but pre- predominantly and we've done a character predominantly films though that's the way it is mm. yeah so we do it each week and the most the most recent release in the review is based mm. on in the past two weeks from yeah. when this comes out so yeah that's that's the podcast i think that we'll probably make this more succinct we, we might get like an actual patter going with how we do our intros soon at some point that yeah, you get what you pay for, which is nothing, I suppose. <laughs> so that's what you're getting. Too true. Um, but yeah, this week it's fallen to me to do the report um, for my sins. I did the report last time. You well, did, but then so we lost it. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't. <laughs> this is this is the first one for a while. But yeah, it's it's me this time. Um, yeah. What was which one was before Bill Murray? The one before Bill Murray, I th- oh, it was think. Oh, J- was Jake Yillenhaler. Yeah, it was Yillenhaler. And then it was before that, I think it was Elizabeth Banks, might have been. I'm not sure. Um, but yes, it's. Tom, Cr- Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, oh, yes. There's, there's been a few. Yeah. But yeah, so this week we've got someone. I'm trying to think of the clues that we dropped last time. Can you think of any of the clues we dropped for the last episode? Because we forgot to do this when we originally tried to record it. Childish. We dropped Childish. Um, we did. I think we Sober. Threw- Sober, we put in there. I think we put. Did we put freaks and geeks you, in there? You put three thousand and five in there. Yeah, put three thousand five in another stretch. Yeah, um, camp we threw in there. Yep. Uh, community we dropped in. We dropped quite a few hints, really. We did, and really should have got it from that. I mean, the only person who's reached out to me to guess it um, did get it right, so that's a positive. Yes. Well, we're giving good clues. Our sugar or, crumb morsels are sugar crumb crummy. morsels. Oh yeah, they're not crummy. They're good. Well, crummy's a bad thing, isn't it? Is it? I think, isn't it? That's an American thing. Well, if something's crummy, yeah, but then, I yeah. don't know, sometimes you want a good crumb or something, so I mean, that's good. <laughs> so I, I was trying to work out where we were going, yeah, something could be a crummy or you could be a, a crumb, crumb bum. A crumbs are not crummy. They're, they're soft and moist, just like they're basic... Paul Hollywood loves them. Yeah. Um, they've got substance, like a crouton. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so this week we are looking into the life of... Donald Glover. Don Glover. Don Glover or Charles Gambino, as many other people know him. So, yes, yes this is who we are diving into. Um, and we will put the intro in. I always say we're going to put the intro in, and the jingle, and things like that. I don't know if I need to say it, really. Do I need to say it? Well, it gives me somewhere to look when I'm editing. Yeah, it does make it much easier to find. So, yes. Uh, jingle here, please. 
Who's? We are looking into Donald Glover this week. Um, so let's dive into the life of a man known by many, many names. Some people know him as Donald Glover. Others know him as Childish Gambino. Others, Dong Lover. Some simply as Weirdo. But most of us as half of Troy and Arvid. And uh, we've already gone through this, but th- I think Troy and Arvid is basically where we both mainly introduced yes. to him. Yeah, definitely. I uh, yes, I have a I have a lot of time for community. Yeah, I mean it's 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 nice to be finally at a point where we are reviewing someone who has been in community with all the obscure references that we have thrown in throughout yeah, the throughout this podcast we do we do talk back to it a lot <laughs> i don't think yeah it's because of that obviously that's a show which has so many nods to popular culture mm. that there's so many things it links into and also we're both massive fans so yeah. it helps i i can't even count the amount of times i i watched it started watching it again oh, because nice. i knew i was doing this <laughs> and i'm already into season three Good. so it's it's one of those things that i just fly through skip over season four normally and yeah. then just continue through and then yeah, season six i normally struggle because it's now it's now on um yahoo amazon prime it's now on amazon prime has all six seasons in the uk Is it's it? available now yeah so you can rewatch because season six didn't used to come on amazon prime but no, they obviously was, had a deal with yahoo there was the thing it was on all four for a while wasn't it it was and it's still on all four but all four have edited it slightly so all the episodes are only about 20 minutes long so you don't they've just cut a couple of the jokes out yeah interesting i know i noticed it when i was watching it the other day i was like oh they've they've not said that which was partly a comment on myself i suppose knowing <laughs> it too well so yeah should we dive in yes very much so, so let's give a little i'll give you a little bit of a short summary about him so donald mckinley glover jr was born September 25th, 1983, on an airbase in California. Since then, he was raised in Georgia. So, obviously, California, then Georgia. He grew up in a massive household before disappearing to college. Whilst there, he was noticed by Tina Fey, which launched him into the public eye. He is now a Grammy Award-winning artist, an Emmy-winning director, and a Golden Globe-winning actor. He is continually growing and developing as an artist through many mediums, music, TV, film, and comedy. I think that's a... Fair sort of summary of what he's done. He's, he's, he's a modern day Renaissance man, isn't he? Really, he is. He's he's one of those people who's a bit like um, like Bowie or someone. He's quite um, yeah, forward thinking. Yeah, I think it's. Um, I think he was voted one of the most influential people in the world in 2017. So, 2017. 2017 would have been just after Awaken My Love. Yeah, and, I was going to say that was prior to This Is America. That's interesting. Yeah, so he's. I thought that would have thrown him up. Up I th- the list. think it's yeah, but obviously I think it's just such a change in sound and mm. ideas, and it's just showing that he isn't just this one trip pony. As you mm. said, quite Bowie-esque. Each album's got a different sound, different flavour to it. Yeah, it does. And he's also acting in different things other than Labyrinth. Yes, which is yeah. obviously all Bowie's known for, really, isn't it? He's actually He was in uh, he was in The Prestige as well. He was in The Prestige, but if you're looking at films that he's known <laughs> for, it is definitely oh, Labyrinth, Labyrinth yeah. with the ever expanding pouch. Of course, that's. The only thing I remember Bowie's about Bowie's ever sounding pal. Uh... I mean, I'm surprised it wasn't a song. <laughs> I mean, I, I I might write a song about it called Bowie's Ever Expanding Pouch. Yeah, I'll do it as a jingle for next time. <laughs> don't hold me to it. Don't. Okay. So we'll we'll look in um, the beginning. Donald Glover was raised by his parents, Donald Glover Senior, a postal worker, and his mother Beverly Glover, a daycare provider. Uh, so yeah, he's obviously as I said, Donald McKinley Glover Junior. I think McKinley comes up in Community, actually. I think he talks about that as his previous name of his high school that he went to. 
but I do recognise it. Can't, it can't, it's definitely been somewhere. I think it's when they come up with their porn star names, where it's like your high school and your favourite soda, which is yeah. I think is he like McKinley? I can't remember what it is, but I know that Albert's was Henry David Thoreau diet squirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think it was yeah, it was um, McKinley McKinley uh, diet uh, diet fresco or something like that was his, his poor name. But anyway, we've gone off again. I as I said, too much about that. So yeah, his dad Donald Glover Senior, mother Beverly Glover, daycare provider. So Donald Glover has spoken about his upbringing many times in his stand up, along with other speaking engagements. He was brought up in a large house. I don't know about how big the house was, but it was a large household. <laughs> uh, although he has only noticed having one brother and one sister. Mm. Um, I had find, found somewhere else that he said they had two adopted siblings as well, but I don't know if they're male, female, yeah. or whatever gender they were. Um, and But it did say they had many foster kids in the house when he was growing up. Uh, there was quite an in-depth section in his stand-up weirdo. Um, and he does go, and also since then, his brother Stephen um, has been known to collaborate with Donald on the TV show Atlanta. I think he's also been nominated for um, a directing award because he directed one of the episodes, okay, which was yeah. seen quite quite highly. Fabulous. So yeah, big family. Big, big family. Upbringing. Yeah, I, lo- I, lo- I I mean yeah, it's one of my favourite bits in the weirdo stand up is the bit where he's talking about. Um, Home Depot. Yeah, which is sort of the closing of it. Kid, yeah. I, I think we'll go into quite because we're going to talk about the the, the stand up mm. a bit later. But it's, mm. it's a good stand up special. Yeah, he's it, it doesn't. It's sort of it's not surprising that he's in a big family. If you make sense, it's trying to sort of come out as a big sort of character, large yeah. in life, that sort of thing. Cause... Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense, and it makes sense that his his brother would be doing similar things, isn't it? So. Yeah. And, and also, you've got to think, if you've got that many kids coming in and out and that sort of thing, if you look at his sort of characters, they're all normally quite childish, but they've all got another Ooh. layer to them, don't they? Which is sort of fitting. Um, so, yeah, when growing up, he attended Lakeside High School, uh, where he was voted most likely to write for The Simpsons, um, which might be the only senior moniker that has ever worked or come close to being true. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Um... That's pretty fair. He did he ever do anything on The Simpsons? Um, no, he did write an episode for The Simpsons, which is where he got noticed, but he didn't get picked up for The Simpsons. So he wrote a script was for really? The yeah. Simpsons, and that's how he got noticed. Yeah, so it's quite quite an apt senior Very moniker. Very fitting. Uh, when I was in high school, um, I didn't get voted for anything of the monikers, but people did write in um, another moniker, which was most British, which. I would have won because I was the only British kid there. Oh, so yeah. it was just a bunch of kids wrote most British and wrote my name next to it. So I, I thank them. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting place, American high school. Did you, do they do that in the UK when you sort of leave in? Did you yeah. do those, those as well? Yeah, I am. Um, yeah. Did you we, get something, did you? Them, yeah. What did you get? Most likely to bite someone? No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I ended up with... Um... The, the the couple it should have been. <laughs> oh, did you? With someone, yeah. Uh, you don't want to go into detail? Is it is it because your partner's in the other room and you don't want to... Oh, no. It, no, <laughs> was it, no the, the girl was a bit of a stalker. So if you're listening... <laughs> Which you will be. <laughs> oh, I hope she is. Please write in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and let us know if you think that moniker was a fair moniker. It was, um yeah, it was quite a... Uh... Yes, <laughs> quite savage, actually. I want... she, was, she was called the Nazgul. By uh, a couple of my friends. She's because... called the Nazgul. And were you the Witch King, or what was? Well, no, I was in like whenever she sensed I was close, it was like. A... <laughs> <laughs> and what you were? So you were Frodo in this analogy? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always what? have been. Always have been. Frodo. Always have been. You're not not brave like Sam. No. 
God, no. <laughs> you stuck on a ring and pretended you were with someone else. Was that the idea? You just said, no, no, I'm, 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 I'm currently committed. Yeah, uh, thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> don't worry, I, I, I'll find some way to bring that up again. Uh, so he attended university afterwards to um, improve his writing skills, um, as was the path he intended to pursue. He graduated Tisch School for the Arts, mm. um, which is in New York, with a degree in dramatic writing. Nice. I've never thought of someone who's gone that focused on a career path. Like, obviously, you go into acting if you want to do drama stuff like that, but writing, it feels like it's one of those things you. They have, like... very, they have very specific degrees in America, don't they? Yeah. There's like some really, really, really specialised ones. You don't have to. Say, you say that. We've got friends who've done Egyptology. That's not as specialised as like Harry Potter studies or. We do that in studies. They do that shit. in Durham? Do they really? Yeah. Yeah, they do. They do a module on it. I don't know if they do it as a full oh, degree. What's the world coming to. I know. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, he um, graduated the school for dramatic writing uh, degree. Whilst in university, he released his first mixtape um, called "The The Younger I Get." Um, he has since disowned this mixtape though, because it was actually released as Donald Glover. Um, he disowned it because he said it was too raw and just youthful ramblings. Right. And he said it sounded like a decrepit Drake. Oh. I kind of want to hear it. Which I said, luckily, now it seems that Drake is just a poor man's Gambino. That's my opinion. <laughs> have you have you heard it? Is it available I, anywhere? Or You can find it still online, but because a lot of his mixtapes he releases free. Mm. Um, he just released free just to get stuff out mm. there. And he's still, he, I think he's released seven mixtapes mm. in total, which all have like tracks that appear later on. But yeah, it's, there's a couple of tracks on there that are, that are good. Um, but I've not heard I've not heard much of that one. I've heard more of his next mixtape, but not this one. Okay. Um, so he also started DJing at this point as well, right? Because uh, obviously he does everything. If we have made it Pants Week here, he does literally everything. Yeah. Uh, so he started DJing, um, and he was known as Muck DJ. Because that's a brilliant name. He worked hard on that one. Um, his first remixes. Can you guess what his first re- remix was of? Like, it was an album. Bear in mind, yeah. this was sort of. It's hard, hard to say sort of when it is. About two thousand and four, that I think this album came out. That he remixed. I mean, two thousand five. No, it was Spice World or something. It was Sufjan Stevens's oh, Illinois. Nice. Very nice. He remixed that. I know. I it's. I want to find that oh, remix. Fabulous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could. Yeah. I which sort of, it. which sort of makes sense because he's talked about like his influences growing up, mm. and he, he talks about like how LCD sound system was a big influencer mm. and like, then he's got like uh, Wu-Tang Clan he's got all these other rap influences and he's talked about he's just got a wide spectrum mm. of music that he knows and it's quite clear in the music that he does that he enjoys music. everything yeah he says the weirder it is the more he's into it yeah because it sort of fits with him and he even that. talks about it in his, his stand up doesn't he yeah but yeah he's which is what I like rather than pigeonholing himself he's just gone let's go for it big which yeah you gotta respect <laughs> yeah fair um, so going to the next section, shall we? Which I've called Starting to Make It. So after being voted most likely to write for The Simpsons, he did try to write for The Simpsons. Uh, this led to him being contacted by David Milner, which is one of the producers. Mm. Um, a script um, he had attempted to write was shown to Tina Fey, and the two of them were very impressed and recruited him to write for 30 Rock, which he did for, th- uh, did for three years. So Yes, the- I remember that being... His break. That's his big break. Is is getting as as a writer. Um, and he's he's written for lots of things because at the same time he's like writing sketches and things mm. like comedy troops quite mm. a lot as well. So yeah, he was writing for three years for Thirty Rock. Um, whilst there he was also cameoed several times. Have you ever seen Thirty Rock? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you remember him in Thirty Rock. I've remember seeing him a couple. 
couple of times. I think he's, I think he's in about four or five times, mm. but not much. So he was played um, a young Tracy Morgan. Yeah. So the flashbacks where he was young Tracy Morgan when Tracy Morgan first works out, everyone likes to laugh because he does the whole thing where he dances and falls on stage. And he goes, "Oh, I like this. Let's <laughs> let's go over it." And he also plays the gay kid at graduation. Yeah, like Tracy Morgan's talking at a graduating class, so he goes. And even you, the obviously gay kid, oh, how did he know? <laughs> That's literally the whole bit of him. It's such a simple little bit. Did he, did he win? I don't know if you've got that. Did he win awards for 31? They did win writing awards, which he did collect. But yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah which okay. I think I mentioned. Yeah, he got it. The Writers Guild of America presented him the award for the best comedy series. I think it was in 2009. Mm. Obviously, it was a collective award, but it was he that, him that collected it. I think he was like recognised as the person. Um Tina Fey said on him leaving, because obviously he went mm. on to leave, because um, he had told him he wanted to make it as an actor, that although she encouraged her writers to leave to pursue their dreams, he was the only one that she thought would 100% become a star. She she just knew he was going to make yeah. it. Uh, I think it's in her autobiography she writes that. She mm. released one and she talked about how it was clear that he was going to make it. It was What was interesting, which I haven't actually made a note here, was that what he was so good at writing for was for, what's his name? Um, is it Kenneth? Um, which one the 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 boy from Georgia the really oh yeah Ken, is, yeah. is, is Kenneth isn't yeah, it? yeah, I think yeah, it is Kenneth yeah because he's from Stone Mountain Georgia which is where Donald Glover is actually brought up and raised right so, so he we... had such a knack for writing for him mm. that basically Kenneth's lines for those three years were basically just him writing which is really cool that's cool he was also um, it's worth noting that he was the only black writer on staff and also the youngest writer they had on staff wow so he'd sort of just it was just there. It was, it's quite strange. You'd think is, but then it, I don't know if it is that weird. He's you got quite a prominent black star in the, in the show, but then they've got no. They only have one black writer, mm. and he's not writing for him. So they got. But mm. then, do you need to be? No. That's the question. Do you need to be those? I suppose Tarantino does it all the time. Yeah, but Tarantino leans on certain certain, <laughs> certain <laughs> techniques, doesn't he? If I and then if he thinks the black guys can say it, he can say it too. That's what he, he wrote. He wrote for a black guy, don't you know? That's why he can say yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> um, he gives himself the pass. <laughs> so he was so, he was quite young at the time. I think he was twenty four, twenty six when he came mm. around. Um, but yeah, he was still living in uni dorms at the time when he started. Really, yeah. yeah, he was a an RA, so he was a room advisor at, um, at New York University. He was just living in dorms and then got the writing gig. So he was that's wicked. But yeah, uh, so that was 2009 he left there. But before then, he became Charles Gambino mm. in 2008 using the Wu-Tang Clan name generator, which is obviously where our names... Can you remember your... Yeah, um, Dominator Tiptoe. Dominator Tiptoe and I'm Big Cat Deafening. Yeah. i got to be honest, like, I think a Big Cat Deafening is what I might go, try and go by. <laughs> Just <laughs> on life. a regular basis, yeah. Hello, you're through to Big Cat Deafening. How can I help you? <laughs> Hello, you're through to Big Cat Deafening. <laughs> I can't hear. <laughs> um, so yeah, you can charge computer using the Wu-Tang Clan name generator. I think there's a Wu-Tang Clan name generator out there which actually has a little sticky going where Charles this Gambino is where it got yeah. it from, yeah. So they, they've gone, yeah, it was us that did it. I think but... we did it We did it at the gig, didn't we? We tried uh, yeah. to, but the internet was appalling because everyone there was Doing the on the thing. internet, yeah. Oh, because of the internet, you know, it's just... One... Oh, that was, oh, that one, that of was one of the clues. <laughs> Oh, you can tell we, uh, what we're doing. So yeah, his first one, using the moniker, would be, which would define him in the music industry, he dropped this first EP, well, it wasn't, it wasn't an EP really, but Sick Boy. S- sorry, I've just realised how, that, that my clue is literally, I don't know how easy this is going to be to record because of the internet. 
<laughs> and here we are. And here we are, <laughs> and it was a huge problem, yeah. Messed up. Ah, uh, I mean, it was all your fault, is what we're trying to say. Yeah. And you jinxed it. I jinxed it. But yeah, so it was Sick Boy was his first... I recognised that. Yeah, it had quite a few on there. And my, I think my, it was like, was it Fat People Do Fat Things? Was one mm. of the tracks on there? It's a great track. Talking about, just literally talking about chicken wings and all sorts. Nice. I, I, it's one of those it's one of those ones which I listened to ages ago and then couldn't find again because I don't think it's on like Spotify or anything like that. No, so you have to find the it. depths of the internet. I have to find it elsewhere. But yeah, really good. Um, so he dropped his first one, which I think was noticed, well, was noticed by some like quite high apps wasn't he because you like met Jay-Z and things like that mm. from, like he was dropping a couple of these mixtapes and EPs over the next sort of two years and they got picked up by mm. big names um, but at the same time he was also trying to get onto SNL but was unsuccessful um, he did try he and... mentions that when he present he hosted didn't he he did and yeah he, and he made a a jibe at that yeah because he tried to audition for Barack Obama and he lost out to Fred Armisen oh is it who's I don't think even black. <laughs> so it was quite impressive, really. But yeah, he, yeah, he messed up on that. So he then formally joined Derek Comedy. Yes, which, which who, yeah, Derek Comedy are great. So yeah, they'd been doing. He's been web series with them, and they, I think they'd written in university together. Mm. So they're all quite close anyway. But he was obviously doing his own thing. But then went, oh, if I can't get into SNL, I'll do my own sketch comedy group. It's, it's almost like a bender thing, isn't it? Yeah. Fine, I'll do my own sketch comedy group. It'll be better with. Hookers and Blackjack. Um, <laughs> so this was the troupe um, he was part of whilst at university and starred in many YouTube videos of. He was a writer for them and a performer. Their biggest project to date, which is their only feature-length film, yeah. was the one that Glover went on to star in, in 2009, called The Mystery Team, which you had not seen before. Oh, that... I had not seen it before, and I was so pleased it was on the list. It was amazing. It's a, tr- <laughs> it's a treat, isn't it? It was amazing. It was so not what... I expected it at all. I honestly, I saw the name and I saw the cover and I was like, this is going to be like Cody Banks or something. Do you remember oh, that? Is that? Is that what you thought? That was literally be, what I was expecting. You thought we were going to have some Frankie Muniz stuff and then, going on. And then, and then I saw that it was Derek Comedy and I was like, oh, okay. And then I watched, started watching it and just, oh, ev- everything. His dad, every moment with his dad is priceless. Oh, there goes three virgins. <laughs> That and the oh, just the, the way they're holding on to, to their their <laughs> kid is... names. This oh, this this movie was so funny. It was so everything that like Charlie Gav- like oh, sorry that Donald Glover. Do you know like, the worst is... Bit is I was busy saying you know I said oh I watched about a year ago with with mm. with Karis. I realised the last the time I watched it yeah we were living in I was living in the marina was it so that, oh, was... So that was ages ago yeah that was. Absolutely ages ago. So it was just... It must have been 2011 I watched it. Jesus. So I watched it about five years ago. Uh, no, five years ago? I don't even know what Eight. year it is anymore. Eight years ago. And I still remembered a lot of the jokes and it really stuck out to me. Oh, it's thing. so funny. It's It's got very mixed reviews from critics. I think it's one of those films you're either going to really enjoy yeah. or think it's a bit meh. Because mm. it's, it's, it's a lot of very similar sort of... It's, it's one sort of it's, style of joke, isn't it? That's the thing. It's very much... Um, the most recent film that I've watched that's similar is The Dead Don't Die. It's very much the same thing. You just hit the same joke. But it works so well, doesn't it? That's the thing. It's done done and written well, so it's funny. You're not going, oh, this this joke. So the premise of this is essentially there are three boys who are part of the mystery team, but they're not boys. 
They're all 18 and about yeah. to graduate <laughs> high school, but they're still holding on to these kids, these kid personas where they are. The mystery team, and they'll solve any mystery for a dime. In the neighbourhood. <laughs> In the neighbourhood, and it, it's... It's literally it's for a dime as well. This kid hands like these three eighteen-year-olds a dime. <laughs> it is, and that is that is it. They're going to go solve these mysteries, and they've been solving things like the, the first one is. Um, oh no! Uh, it's got Kimmy Schmidt in there. Yeah. Oh no! Oh, um, old lady McGillie's yeah. pie has been stolen. With yeah. someone's put their fingers in the pie. <laughs> Who can find out? And they go. Seems like a job for the mystery team. And they all go off and find out, and they find this little kid. They go. Well, it must be this one, don't they? Uh, just to put it in style, this is the sort of humour where he goes, ah, oh, why did you stick your f- fingers in that pie again? Was it because you wanted to taste of the poison berry? You wanted to... No, I wanted to see if it felt like pussy. He's like, oh? <laughs> and it's like a little kid who's like 11, and they're all like shocked and aghast because they're still... In that in like, mindset. Of like an eight-year-old kid. Um, but essentially... They just haven't grown up. They yeah. haven't grown up. And the idea is that... The master of disguise. So yeah. they've, got, they've, got the nick- they've got nicknames within their team. You've got Charlie, who is the uh, the, Str- the strongest kid, kid in, in the co- neighbourhood. Strongest kid in the neighbourhood. <laughs> who is he's too weak to join any of the sports team and just hands out with the sports kids. There's that, that scene where he's like, Oh, see you later. And then he stood in the corner going, yeah, See you later. <laughs> you don't, you're not even in practice. No, he's not even in practice. He's not even part of this. Yeah, yeah. And then you've got the, the boy genius. Who has literally just learned a book of a thousand and one wacky facts <laughs> when he was a kid. And he still brings it up. And he brings it up throughout the film. He goes, oh, yeah. do you reckon you can hit him? What, the humorous? That's the longest bone of the waist in the human body. I'm pretty sure I can. Um, and then oh, you've got Donald Glover's character, who the, is the, the master the of disguises. Master disguise. And his disguises are just a different outfit with a big moustache. <laughs> All of them have the same blonde moustache. All of them. Um, and it's, they essentially, they get recruited by this little girl yeah. to solve the double homicide <laughs> of, her, of her parents. And they all go, oh, it's a bit much for us. And they go, no, no, we need to do it. And they actually go off and they solve it. Audrey Plaza's in there as well. Yeah. And um, what's his name? Uh, Bobby a... Moynihan is in there. Yeah. As, just... as the guy from the stall. Yeah, he's the, he's the the one who's who also hasn't grown up. Who hasn't grown up. You're like remind me of young me. Take this paper yeah. advance, just throwing ice cream at him <laughs> that he's keeping in his pants. Yeah. I don't know. It's really yeah. It's it's odd. Every, everything about this film is just absurd and amazing, and they do they do genuinely give it a good 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 go. Oh, it commits fully, and it's yeah. There's gross out comedy in there. There's I mean where they have to get the, the ring. Strip, the strip joint is classic. Yeah. It's, it's as you'd imagine it to be. But yeah, they actually go through, they work it out, they solve they solve the crime. <laughs> What's your ID, kid? This is a library card. This is a high school, like... This is this is a tracing <laughs> of a hammerhead shark. Yes. Do you have many? Yes, we have plenty of... Co- you see it says Gentleman's Club and they show up all in top hats. And so we go, yes, I'm quite wealthy. Yes, I go hunting. I'm wearing a top hat. It's that sort of... <laughs> simple humour but it all works really nicely Audrey Plaza does an alright job in it as well she doesn't yeah, have, she doesn't have to do much good. that's the problem she's barely yeah. in it. it it is dominated by the three of them and mm. each character is great in their own right and yeah. it works so well I love I, lo- I love I just I love young or younger Donald Glover the the innocence it's the innocence he does he looks so, he looks younger than he is but he's also like it's like he d- he does the perfect screams 
Yes. I don't even know. Like he does Everyone. the community. He does it in this as well. Like there's a bit. It's the high it? pitched. He, he gets shot, doesn't he? Yeah, he gets shot. And and he's like, and it's yeah, this high pitched out of nowhere. Yeah. He he does a lot. He does a lot of things. It's like it's like the it's like the gagging as well. He does that. It's when he mm. goes, "Oh, is this your book?" Oh, it shows us how to be better detectives. Looks, he goes, "It's got a hot, it's got that man is a man's face." <laughs> he, yeah, it's the child voice that he does for for yeah for community in this. This mm. is sort of him as young, and this is what I mean. Like the child characters that he brings forward mm. are from these sort of ones. Honestly, it is it is a film that you will either love or hate, but I think you'd be mad to hate it if that makes sense it's such an enjoyable it's hard film. it's very hard to hate it but then you look at the critics reviews and things like that and you're hitting about 50 percent across but that's, the board but that's, that's that's the that's the critics is yeah no I, they're I, not I, measuring by enjoyment but then they're looking at we look at imdb and things like that and it's still mm. only got about a 5.5 yeah so it's it's it, like i said it's very either hit or miss i think you're either if you buy in from the offset you're gonna have a good time if you don't it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a tough watch and you probably thing is it's only about an hour and 30 minutes so it's it's, yeah. it's it's worth just sticking in but yeah i really enjoyed it and i yeah i watched it again i knew where the jokes were going and i still laughed at it because mm. it's it's brilliant <laughs> it is it is really funny um obviously following mystery team this is when he got his first big break in community it was the same year that community started is the year that this film came out so this film came out first um, I think it came out in, like in the April, and then Community mm. started in the September. Mm. So he was picked up very shortly after. So yeah, Dan Harmon, comedy. I like Dan Harmon. I got a lot of time for his works. Um, Rick and Morty, isn't Rick it? and Morty, and also Harmon Town and things like that. And he's also done quite a few bits before then. As done, well. Have you watched his D and D series? That's Harmon Town. Oh, was that Harmon Town? That's Sorry, Harmontown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't even remember the name of it. Yeah, I just remember watching, enjoying. <laughs> he's not. He's not a great guy, Dan Harmon. Though, if you there's like a. I think it's called Harmontown as a documentary that was on Netflix where it mm. follows him when he's doing the Harmontown tour and he's just a terrible person and mm. he acknowledges he's an awful person as well. Mm. It's a real interesting sort of look into. But yeah, Community comes out, which obviously has Joel McHale, uh, Gillian Jacobs. Not yeah. Gillian, Gillian. Gillian. Which, do you know why that is? Because my mum had seen it written down and thought that sounded nice. I'd never heard the name said out loud. So called her daughter Gillian <laughs> instead of Gillian because she had no idea how it was meant to sound. Um, Alison Brie, Danny Pudi, obviously um, Don oh, Glover, yeah. and then it's got Chevy Chase. Yes, and what's the Ken Jong and Jim Rash? Yeah, no, and the... Yvette Nicole Brown. That's it, Yvette, Yvette Nicole, Nicole Brown, Brown as well. Yeah, yeah, they've got. It's oh, it's great. So yeah, obviously this just follows the life of. How did how did you find Community? How did I find uh, it? As in when you when you first watched it, you um, watched it... it from the start, or yeah, it debuts whilst I was living in the states oh okay so it wait yeah it was debuted whilst i was living in the states mm. so it just was on it was on nbc over there so yeah. it was just on a tv so i could just stick it on yeah. and it was very much it was just like that prime time slot at the time so it worked so i just fell yeah, into it yeah. so i was quite lucky really i thought fa- i found it three three seasons in because everyone i found it because on reddit like someone had put like what's what's the best tv like episode of tv and like Halfway there, Chaos obviously, theory. it wasn't, like, one of the top ones. No, it wasn't. It was no, um, not remedial the, the paintball theory. ones. Oh, right. From the first one or from the second series? It was both of them. So, oh, so they... There's three in the first two series, because the second series... Oh, yeah, it was it a double, it was a two-part, yeah. wasn't it? But, um, yeah, so those those were the first episodes I watched. And I watched them without watching any of the others. I was like, I want to see what this is. Just... Yeah, yeah. And that... Just... I was, I was hooked. I was like, this... 
This is amazing. Hilarious. I think, I think honestly the best episode from it is definitely Remedial Chaos Theory, which is yeah, the one with the dice. With the dice. And I, I think it's just it's so good because obviously it's the idea that there's all these different outcomes just mm. from the dice roll. Um, it also has one of the best visual gags ever, which is when they're, when Donald Glover, well, Troy goes into the bathroom with Britta and oh. she's smoking a cigarette <laughs> and she goes, oh, she goes, I know what you're doing here. I'm a grown man. And he pulls out a cigarette case, pulls one out, <laughs> taps it and then eats it because it's just a candy stick. And it's such a brilliant visual thing. She's actually got the lighter out for him and it's like, all right, brilliant, fair play. It, the first episode's not great, obviously. Um, I think the first episode is just finding its feet. It's a pilot. It's a the very pilot. first episode, yeah. Yeah, very first. Season one is good. Season two is better. better. Three is great. I really love three. Four is a big drop-off, but that's because uh, Dan Harmon left, left yeah. um, as a showrunner because he got into a big fight with Chevy Chase. Um, and also he was just being there. But John... Every, everyone says he's like the hardest person to work with. Well, Dan, Dan Harmon or Chevy no, Chase. No, Chevy Chase. Um, you know, there's a scene um, where they're fighting in the first one. Like, they're practicing boxing. It's before the fight. Mm. It's a Christmas episode. John McHale actually hits him full on and di- like dislocated Ch- Chevy Chase's shoulder. Because Chevy was busy going, oh, you need to hit harder. You stop hitting like a girl. Just actually going for it at him. Oh, he, my God. Because he wanted to be the leader of the community. He thought he should have been the star rather than John McHale. So he got into this whole thing, and John McHale literally hit him, and then Joel got a bit of a talking to and stuff like that. So it was constant fighting, which is why eventually he leaves yeah. in season four. Yeah. He, he leaves partway through, doesn't they he? welcomed Well, no, departure. I think... But, I mean, I think he's great in the show. He, I think yeah, his character good, Pierce but... is so useful. You need him. Yeah, the... um When they got... uh What's his name? Mike. I call him Mike, because he played Mike Ernest oh, Ralph. Hickey. In, yeah. In... I wasn't... No, he wasn't, he wasn't so wasn't good. As good. He wasn't as good. He sort of fills a little bit. The whole problem is he didn't really work because he was too aware. He wasn't just seeking approval of everyone else. And he wasn't a petulant mm. child. Yeah. He was just a bit of a nasty man. But yeah, obviously this ran for six seasons. He left partway through season five. Um, mm. He left on... I'm trying to remember what the name of the boat is. It's called the Childish Endeavour or something. The child is, it's like a nod to him because he obviously wants to go and explore. So he leaves because he felt his character has done as much as it could do. He wants mm. to explore more independent projects. Mm. I've got none of this written down, so I'm just hoping that I remember everything. So yeah, he's um, meant to be exploring more independent projects and he wanted to go off and do more. Um, when season six, obviously after season five, it was cancelled. Mm. And, um, and then it got picked up by Yahoo. Uh, Dan Harmon tried to bring him back. But Donald Glover said, no, I'm not going to come back because I think... I have come to a end for my character. My character's reached his end. Yeah, but then there's that weird bit as well that came before he actually left, but when he was leaving, if that makes mm. sense. Because it, it's like in a flash forward, and Troy comes back, and he's like, you guys will never believe what like, I've yeah. been through on a quad bike into the into the unit. It's not, is it into a quad bike? Because he does a quad bike earlier. I can't remember if it was a quad bike there. But yeah, it's a quad bike he comes into, and then and that was always sort of, Alluded to as being something that's going to happen. Well, because I mean, that, and then it just never did. I mean, the whole thing is six seasons of the movie, so we'll see. And oh, there, there's if, been, there's, if ever there was a movie, there's been concept be art recently that's been released of um, posters for the characters and stuff like that. So there's but, ideas, but I don't know. But if I wouldn't. You wouldn't want it if he wasn't in it. Everyone would have to come back. Mm. Even Chevy Chase would need to come back. Yeah, be a lot of money. It'd be hard to do. But yeah, um, Community. If you haven't watched it, do watch it. A lot of people say watch it if you like Parks and Rec. But I don't see the two connected. I think they no, just... No, I disagree. I, 
that's the thing. A lot of them say yeah. they, they're connected, but that's they're it's one of those ones. If you watch anything, if you watch either of them, the other one will be recommended as their top one to watch. Community is... It's a completely separate entity. And far better, I think. I think they both serve their own... I, I love Community. I think they serve different purposes. Do you like Parks and Rec? Yeah, yeah, I like both. I like it. I don't, I, I don't think it's a patch on Community. Though. I think the problem I is think... Park and Rec, you have to get through two seasons to get into yeah. Parks and Rec. I think, par- I think Parks and Rec is, is more what I say if someone like the office like the u.s yeah, definitely. office well i mean that makes more sense because it's yeah. obviously um docu docu what's it mockumentary Do- style yeah. um but yeah this is completely this is obviously they they hit every tv trope in there like they, but you got arbert there who's just narrating as it it's a, it's a ball episode there. yeah <laughs> that's the one you're gonna say but it's the idea that he narrates what's going to happen and yeah. breaks it all down it's really good really clever um and i really enjoy it but during his time in community between 2009-2010, he released four further mixtapes under the name Charles Gambino. Mm. These um, all featured samples of tracks that would go on to eventually appear in the first album, Camp. He also got a 30-minute special on Comedy Central uh, in 2010. So he got his 30-minute. What's going to say as well, did you notice in Mystery Team, when they're in the strip club, is Gambino's music playing? Yeah, I did notice that. Yeah, because yeah. I, I, I turned to Keris and was going, it's his own music. It's yeah. his own music. And she's like, okay, that's nice. <laughs> she was doing something else. She wasn't watching because I had headphones on. So I don't know how she was going to tell that I, was, I could hear it. Um, but yeah, in 2010, also the most frenzied summer, I think, for Charge Gambino. Mm-hmm. It was the time of Spider-Man. So it was the time that everyone was busy oh, campaigning was for him to be Spider-Man. Saying, yeah, That'd be like having... Uh... Michael Cera is shaft. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it was a big it was a big internet push. You had a lot yeah. of people saying, oh, I I'd hate it, other people saying Don Glover all in. He'd be amazing. Going for it. Um I reckon he'd be great. He didn't even get an audition for it. No. Even with all the push no. there, Sony didn't call him in for an audition, and obviously Andrew Garfield got the part. It was said though, obviously, that um Miles Morales came around after mm. that and it was and the writer said it was inspired by Donald Glover after seeing him in the episode of Community which is season 2 episode 1 where he jumps out of bed in the Spider-Man outfit he's wearing Spider-Man pyjamas yeah it's oh, very opening yeah, and he, yeah. went, he went I'd, I would read a book I would listen to a story that has mm. him as Spider-Man well then and then he turns up in yeah he does yeah. Homecoming as as his uncle his uncle as Miles Morales' uncle um, he was meant to be in the um Far from home. Oh, really? He was meant to be in there, but they wanted to get out. So they'd written it, and they ended up cutting him out of it because they wanted to have it get away from New York as quickly as possible. And to get him in, they had to stay in New York that little bit longer. So they just didn't feel it worked. They went away. He did actually voice um, Spider-Man in the Ultimate Spider-Man animated TV series. Did he not? Yeah. Yeah, So he did that for it was like TV films, like it was Mm. like four anthology sets. So he did that for two of them as well. So he did get to play Spider-Man. Just. Not it's as not we there. hoped. So yeah, the rise of Gambino. So over the next five years, we start to see the rise of Gambino and the separation from Glover. It starts to become more apparent that they are separate acts, entities, and should be enjoyed individually. Obviously, you could, there's the crossover, but they are clearly mm. separate personas. Um, at the beginning of 2011, he released his first extended EP, which is free to download. It featured Freaks and Geeks, yeah. along with a music video. Um, and then he started his first tour, first of his tours, the I Am Donald tour in 2011, which was a mixture of rap, comedy, video sketches, just a whole mixture. It was like a multimedia experience, mm. was the idea. I see his, uh, his Twitter handle is I Am Donald, isn't it? Is it? Mm. 
that makes sense then. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, it all it culminated in a show at Bonnaroo where he performed with Bill Bailey. Fabulous. Amazing. I, I, a crossover I never knew I wanted, but it's I know. so perfect. We're only eight years too late to find out mm. about this, but I would have loved to have seen yeah. the two of them together on stage. Could you imagine that? Bill Bailey just playing random instruments and That'd him. That'd be wicked. Yeah. It'd be great. Be fabulous. Um, he then went on another tour. Mm. Called the Sign Up Tour in 2011, which was another national tour. Right. Um, although this was a big year for music, it also turned out to be a large year for comedy as well. Because then he, um, from his half-hour special on Comedy Central, they agreed to give him an hour-long special in Weirdo, and that's where we got Weirdo, Weirdo from. Weirdo was amazing. I love it. I've watched it too many times. I mean, I I love comedy. I I really love stand-up comedy. I do. I take yeah. a lot of time for it. I think it's a, I think it's a good, solid hour. Um, I think there are some bits which miss there, but I think it's a good, good. Which performance. bits miss for you? I think there's a lot of bits where he's he could sort of tighten it up. I really don't. Mm. I, I can see it as a. 50, it sounds bad. It's almost more like a fifty minute sort of stand up special. He's had like ten minutes of fluff bits in there. Obviously, you need bits where they're yeah. going on, but. It's just going, oh, you know me from this show? I, I, I'm not a big fan of people going, you know me from this, don't you? Oh, yeah, da, da, da. And it's like, mm, all right, we don't need that bit. Mm. It's, but I think it's I think it's a good stand-up. I think I think it's really enjoyable. I really I really enjoy it. I think, obviously, the, high, the highlights are the Home Depot. Yeah. Uh, that has to be the highlight of the whole thing, really. Yeah, or the, the African woman in the playground. The African woman in the playground is good. Um, I'm trying to think of the other bits, the other bit that I really liked. But but yeah, the Home Depot's the thing where he's talking about being. I think about that every time I pass like a a, a display toilet. Really? Yeah. You think about it every time. So if you don't know what the thing is, <laughs> obviously it's talking about um, how he was meant to be. He was promised to go to Toys R Us. Yeah. With his dad, so it was him, his brother Stephen. Yeah. Um, and a foster kid called it? Teddy. Yeah. I think it was. And they ended up getting taken to Home Depot, which, as he calls it, is the Auschwitz for kids. Um, and he, they go there, and basically they don't know what to do. They're just getting bored, and they go off to pretend, pretend to, to pretend to poo in the, toilets. the toilets. And as they're all going, they're like, Ooh, bloop, bloop. and yeah, then they like, turn oh, around, and then they see Teddy, Teddy with his trousers down, <laughs> pants down, and there's the very the moment going. That's not how you pretend. <laughs> and you see the strain in his face. And then he stands up. And there's a perfect, like, dried log in the toilet. And it's the whole thing about them panicking to that. Trying to get there. <laughs> and the, realized, the moment they realised it wasn't it was us was because everyone else was screaming and panicking. <laughs> and we were statue kids. <laughs> And if we don't move, no one will know. But yeah, it's <laughs> it's really it is it is really well done. Everything sort of there's not many like callbacks in there. That's I, I don't know if that's mm. but it's, it's, it's here's a new here's a new joke here's a new joke yeah here's a new joke. It's not much callback comedy, which I mean works. It's just mm. I I do like I do like the pieces he's done. It's just they could be seen as it's almost like he's had a couple of tight five minutes mm. and he's gone. I'm gonna stick them all together and it does work. It does work. Yeah. You really enjoy it, though, don't you? Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not saying that I don't enjoy it. I think it's. I think. No, it's I, love it. I, lo- I love it. Yeah. I love. Yeah, I just. I, I love Donald Glover. Yeah, you, I do. He can. Do, it's hard for him to do wrong, isn't it? Mm. In in your eyes. Yes. Um. So yeah, at the end of 2011, which is obviously after this, we see the release of uh, Camp. Oh, I thought 2011 was also the release for something else. 
that we're talking about? No. Okay. I don't think so. Good. Are you thinking of the thing in 2015? Might have been. Yeah. Well, so 2011, yeah. yeah, we see the release of Camp. Yeah. Um, his debut album. Favourite album? It's hard. He's only released three albums, technically. My favourite album is Because of the Internet. So we've got Camp, Because of the Internet, and Awaken My Love. Yeah. And yours is Because of the Internet. It's so difficult. The first, I mean, and it's and it's awful because it's it's like it's like what were we talking about the other day where we were like you can't the Toy Stories. It's like you can't you can't. It's hard to separate. It's them. so hard to separate them because they're all if you compare them to other out like other people's albums, they're on another level, but they're so close to each other. Like yeah, Awaken My Love is phenomenal, amazing, really cool. Every every track movement. on there is brilliant. I mean, yeah. the thing is, I will but, quite happily but, stick like California on or Zombies, which are not like his big tracks from there. It's yeah, like, I love them. They're great. Every single one. But I think the same of because the internet, but the, because the internet is easier to listen to as I think it, because the internet is the best start to finish album. If you listen to it in order, you think? Yeah. Well, it's got a lot of skits in there, isn't it? Well, not there's, there's an intro. There's not much in there. There's this, intro. There's but they all like lead it. into each other. Like the mm. soundscape leads into the next one. Well, it's a, a three parter, isn't it? Because they're all numbered. Yeah. And it, then it resets. Yeah, yeah, it does, and uh, no, I get that. I, I think, as you said, maybe as an album, it's potentially the best one. But Camp, um, just because that's what's out now, what we're talking about. I love, I love this album. Obviously, the, yeah. the, the two main tracks are like Bonfire and, well, and uh, Heartbeat. Heartbeat, yeah. Heartbeat is the one which, if you get the deluxe edition of it, I think it's got three remixed versions of um, Heartbeat at the end by different people. Yeah, that came out the following year. So mm. like, I think Camp came out with eleven tracks, and then the deluxe edition came out with sixteen. What do you think of? The last day at camp. Oh, I love that. I really, really, the, really, really like that bit. I, or, what's I, it called? The is it called the last day at camp? But then it's got, got a oh, name in brackets, isn't it? It's I like, can't remember. It's the one where he's talking about where he's on the bus, isn't it? And he's like, yeah, we're coming over now, and then I use the word destiny. Yeah, I can't remember what, yeah. what context it was. And then we fall asleep, and then wake up. You're not really there. There's a lot of kids moving around now, and yeah, it's. I honestly, I think that's one of my favourite ones because then it, it breaks into a song at the end, doesn't it? Mm. Um, I'm going to try and get the track list up now because. But camp, camp is phenomenal, and camp. That power. Camp isn't is it? that power. That's the one it's called. Because it, it it's a long one. Yeah, it's like seven, almost eight minutes long. Mm. That track, and it's him building into it, and it's such a well thought out piece. But I think the whole whole one is. I mean. As you said, this isn't this is an album in the way that most people would make an album. It's not like a development of a story throughout no, it's it. It's, all it's tracks not a good it's not a good kid, good, good, good Mad City, is no. it? It's a DNA. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like DNA isn't like a story the whole way through. Damn, you mean? Damn, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. with DNA <laughs> in it. Sorry, but like just like Kendrick yeah. and the same sort of thing. It, but Kendrick's gone the opposite way. It's gone from story to album. Mm. Whilst this is like with with tracks, and this is like an album with tracks. Yeah, I agree. Um, but a lot of these, I think there's, um, they, as I said, they fall into the mixtapes that were out beforehand. But it's hard to, it's hard to not like any of these tracks. <laughs> the, yeah, this is the thing, and, and it's hard to not like. I think, I think if you ask most people, I feel like your your least favorite album of his is probably because of the internet. I don't think it is. I, I oh, promise. Is I, can't, I I really struggle to say which is my least yeah. favorite. Um, I things you go, oh, that's a least favorite. You're like, mm, I don't, don't think it is. Um, I, <laughs> it's hard to say. I love. There are some really good ones on there that are just a really a bit weird i mean obviously on, on uh because of the internet like zealots of stockholm i love and it's yeah. like the and it sounds silly because all sound is noise if that makes sense <laughs> but the noises that yeah. come from that are so like deep and like 
res, res, definitely uh, there's a resonance there is a, yeah it's all of it yeah no i get what you mean it's 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 uh, a cacophonous melody. It is. It's just noise, but it's actual sound to it, which music yeah. comes from. It's not just like, it's a noise, but it is it's, just, it's all encompassing. It's almost Pink Floyd. Some of that album, I think. It's that sort of... Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it feels, it feels, that album feels very prog rock inspired, doesn't it? Yeah. Think? That's more like, that is, like, obviously, Awaken My Love is funk inspired. But then, but then you say it's like prog rock inspired, and then you have like, um... World Star thrown in there, and that yeah, yeah. is like one of his hardest songs, arguably, isn't it? Yeah. It's just yeah. I love we'll it. talk about we'll talk about we, because uh... So yeah, um, obviously Camp came out, um, which obviously mm. has Firefly on there, Bonfire, yeah. all that, all the shine, uh, Heartbeat, Backpackers. What's the one? Hold you down. Hold you down. Hold you down. Yeah, brilliant. Les Kids. Yeah. You see me, sunrise, and that. Power. Or you see me is hard as well. I'm not being funny. All of these, like, and every single one of these tracks is great. And this is, this is him as a. This is rap. This is. I mean, because yeah. it's obviously him, a rap album technically as well. But it's, I think it's a difference to it. This oh, is. I'd say. I'd say that like if you were to say the three, it's like rap, electronica, and soul. Or funk, if it depends how you want. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, that's, I, I agree with that. Um, but yeah, this is this is this is definitely more rap it's very intricate clever funny lyrics that's the thing it's so clever and well written that's every, the thing what is it every black actor's got a rap song I don't know about that but I'm the best, best one. one yeah that's that's one of the even like stuff what's it I want to own a penthouse on both both yeah penthouse on both coasts PH balance and it's like things like yeah, oh brilliant and, yeah. you, and you wouldn't <laughs> get that from I'm not saying that you wouldn't get that from other rappers but you no. it's it feels quite freestyling in that sense in that it's quite the the word play is there and it's all just like a couple lines that play off each other but the whole thing does make sense but it's like line 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 line, line yeah. have you have you watched his like um what is it like sway in the morning interviews and all that where he does like freestyles on oh yes radio yeah, yeah and stuff he's i think he's phenomenal he, he is really he's good. one over he does a rap over pound, the the beat for pound cake all right you know by dre yeah yeah i've got by, by dre by drake i've I thought you. I thought you said Drake. You just swallowed the last yeah. words. Um, that is like, that's brilliant. I'm not. He does. Yeah. So it's yeah, just, if it's you, very good. If you get a chance, and look if, at them. And if you want to take the words of two very white guys about rap, please listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think I think Camp is a, one of my favorite rap albums. I think it's fair mm. to say. It's, there's very few that are sort of yeah around that level. So Gambino was meant to go on tour. In April the following year, mm. but was unable to. Can you guess why it was delayed? No. Well, I mean, let's just think. Our, the tour that we went to go see was delayed. Oh, did he break something again? Really? Same thing. He broke his ankle. Oh, for... <laughs> so what's yeah. wrong with that ankle? Man? I don't know. He keeps breaking his ankle. He's just dancing too much. So it's just... Yeah, that's true. to be fair to him. He does. He does. He like, puts proper. It it's a performance. Goes, yeah. Which is, it's, it's like a lot of people went. Oh, well, Dave Grohl played with a broken angle. Yeah, he sat there and just. Yeah. Just trying to... Gambino. Performed. You couldn't. You yeah. couldn't describe it. We'll, we'll go into that because we saw him on the most recent tour and we we've got a lot to say. I think in 2013, Glover signed to create a music themed show. This is 2013. Yeah. Um, this... In FX called Atlanta. This is he's 2013. He signed yeah. to make Atlanta, uh, which he would star in, write, and executive produce. 
although there were a lot of networks who were interested in picking up this up, he ultimately went with FX because they were willing to work around his touring schedule. That's cool. So he went FX because they'll let me do it, and obviously he was like, and it's got. I mean, is it, is this where you talk about Atlanta or? Oh no, uh, Atlanta doesn't come out for another two years. So we're going to talk about it then. Yeah, we'll talk about it then. Okay, right. Well, I was going to say because like that, I, I really do you like it then? Oh, I do. Yeah. Cool. Um, I've only actually I've only seen the first season. I haven't seen the second season. Mm-hmm. So I I enjoyed the first season. I don't know about the second season at the moment. Um, so Glover appeared to support uh, in a sporting role in a romantic comedy, The To Do List, again yeah. with Audrey Plaza. Um, I don't have you seen it? No, I recognise it. It's about her. She's trying to. She's being like all virginal, is trying to save herself for the one. And I think she was her boyfriend. And then finds out she's he's cheated on her. I think that's the premise. Mm. And she decides that she's going to then try and sleep with everyone. She's just got a to do list of all the sexual positions, all that thing, and she's going to try and do it with everyone. And Donald Glover is one of the people that she's she yeah. meets up with. Um, he also um, guest starred in Girls as well for a couple of episodes, which I've not really seen and no. I'm not particularly interested because in, I don't really like De- Lena Dunham. But that's my mm-hmm. personal opinion. Um, we then see, in, so that's 2013, 2014, we then see the release of the next album, Because of the Internet, which, as we said, is yeah, electronic-inspired. It's, it's hard to pick a bad track on that one as well. Yeah, I think you could pick bad tracks in that you could pick them at an incorrect time. What do you mean I, by that? Sorry. I think some of them need the others to work. So they need the leads into it, is what you're saying? Yeah, or the outros. Oh, right, yeah. Either or. I mean, I, I like all of them. I mean, like, Crawl, which... Crawl is so good. ...is great on its own, even though probably it shouldn't be on its own, but no. I really that's, that's it. one of That's one of the ones that I mean, like, but I will listen to... I, I know I will listen to it on its own. Like, I've got it in one of my playlists yeah. and amongst other stuff. It's like Telegraph Avenue but as well. Like, yeah. Which I listen to on its own probably needs the other bits around yeah. it as well. I, But then again, if you know the tracks inside now, you don't need it. It's, no, you can enjoy the little bits. Which is what I, which very much the same way as you do, I think. Yeah. I uh, yeah, really, really. I mean, good that's album. got th- that album's got one of my favorite songs ever on it. Sweatpants. The other one, three thousand five. Three thousand five seemed too obvious, so I thought I'd go for the other no. one. <laughs> so I think Sweatpants is the more popular one if you actually look at like probably is viewing figures, etc. Mm, okay but yeah i i honestly I, I love this album as well but then again it's electronic inspired as well which mm. is right at my street so yeah. it, it helps that that's what it is um and he also then went on another tour because <laughs> he, he this one was funky did you this this is where he he had a video he like had visual accompanying did he yeah uh, so he when because the inset was released, there was a limited like I think it was just a North American tour yeah. where like people went to cinemas to listen to it. Oh really? And they played the entire album like start to finish. But he'd also created like a visual aspect for it, it as well. And it was it wasn't it wasn't much. It wasn't like acting. It wasn't like a silent film or anything. It was it was more like what, colors and, and vibes and that sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, was, okay. I sounds not, quite cool. That sounds. It sounds it sounds very Donald Glover, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. It sounds very much him. Just obscure, and the, I mean, this was the time as well where he released alongside that what I was talking about earlier with the the. Um, that was the year before he released um, the clap, the applause. Cl- yeah, clapping without clapping without sound. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, I think it's clapping without clapping sound. without reason. It's clapping without sound. Yeah, that. I can't remember what it is. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that was the year before where he's he's yeah. going a bit more conceptual at this point, yeah. isn't he? Um, he also gave up social media at that point. 
he, he stopped going on social media. He said it didn't make it made him feel like less of a human, and he already doesn't feel like much of a human anyway. Mm-hmm. So he went, I, I don't want to do it. Cause he, it was obviously just, I think it's obviously a mental health thing as well there mm-hmm. as well, and just feeling isolated. Um, so whilst on tour, after just releasing his album, he puts together the, an EP, Kwai, featuring Sober. Yeah, that was good. Um, which he released the same year. That was um, a good little nugget. And it's another, it's another new sound for Gambino as well, wasn't it? Because yeah. it was much more mellow. Yeah, until you hit the drop. <laughs> yeah, but it was it, it's not the same sort of sound as the no. previous two albums. Like, I couldn't really describe... Yeah, what... it's weird because he has he's done that a couple of times. But what I found is that the two EPs that he's released sort of since Because of the Internet... Yeah. have very similar sounds to each other, but not to what they were released around. Like, Feels Like Summer has quite a similar vibe to Kawhi. Oh, right, head. yeah, the EPs sound similar yeah, to each other. Oh, but okay, but yeah. they both sound different to the the respective albums that, that were they surrounding. Yeah. yeah, no, I get that, definitely. Um, so, yeah, he's obviously already a massive storied career, um, and then we get to, t- I would say now, his notoriety now, is mm. 2015 onwards, is is, is yeah. him. Um so in 2015, we then have him in three films, little supporting parts. Um, one was Magic Mike, Double XL, yep. where he was a singer. He's very—he's not in it very much, really, is he? Um, he was also in The Martian. That was great. I remember seeing him in that and be like, oh, but he's not, again, God. not a big part in it either. He was just sort of no, but he stole it. He stole. Yeah, yeah. absolutely stole it. But the one we're going to talk about. Yeah, I don't know why you picked this over The Martian. I assume we're preparing for a Matt Damon. Well, it's eventually. more because he's not, re- he's not really in <laughs> no. it that much. That's the thing. And I think, yeah, it was Matt Damon. So you forced us to watch... The Lazarus Effect. Yeah. Something that I had not seen before. With, uh, yeah, and you and you wouldn't want to see again. <laughs> no, with, which has, I can't remember the name. As the cast of The League. <laughs> well, it only has no, one it has of only the league, got one of them. It? Um, it's, this is the thing. What I found when watching it was I was like, Oh my god, these are all like people who I have very much enjoyed yeah. in other things. Why have they all yeah. put their name to this? You've got Mark, du- uh, Mark Duplass, who's yep. obviously the guy from the league you're talking about. You've got Olivia Wilde, uh, Donald Glover, and Evan Peters are sort of the main four. And then you've got Sarah Bolger, or Bolger, I don't know. I don't, to be honest, I don't really know her. I didn't rate her that no. much. She was the weak part of the film. I mean, uh, no, the, re- the weak <laughs> part of the film was the writing. The writing and the. the... The set, it was just a, it was a spit and naff, wasn't it? It was. It felt like a a far more budget film than it was sort of led to. Like yeah. with those sort of names, you expect they'd put more into. I'd it. have expected more, but it did feel like it was a lot of the same setting for yeah. everything. <laughs> and the thing is, you'd have thought it sounds weird. But obviously, it's twenty fifteen at this point, so Community has been big. Obviously, I think Don Glover went in there to do. Here's something different for me. Yeah, uh, Mark Duplass is still trying to make it. He, he keeps doing little independent films. He's obviously done a lot of things with his his brother. There's like the Duplass brothers mm-hmm. that do quite a few things. Um, I like, like him. Uh, this thing, as I said, I like everyone. Like Creep and stuff like that. He was yeah. in as well. So again, it's not a huge difference for him. Olivia Wilde. She's. I think she's just happy to get work. I like Olivia Wilde. I. I, I then again, 2015 was that the same time as Cowboys vs Aliens. No, no, that was that 2011. That was, that was way early, yeah. 2011, that was. That was. Yeah. Um, and then Evan Peters, who's an American horror story at the time, so you'd have thought maybe he would have branched out. So it's it's very it's very obvious how this film is going to play out from the moment you sit into it. You know how it's going to work out, where it's going. Well, if you, if you know the story of Lazarus. <laughs> I, 
didn't have to. That's the thing. No, but I mean, if you're yeah. yeah, if you're aware of like what Lazarus means, yeah, in any capacity. Uh, so Laz- the Lazarus effect is the idea that they're able to bring back people from the... comas initially, from comas but initially, then and then work out they can bring people back from death. Yeah, well, when, it, when they animals. do it to a to a dog, they do it to a dog who then there's a lot of brain activity who gets quite aggressive at times, but doesn't really do all that much, and they just put it in a cage and it's fine. Yeah, it gets out of the cage once. That's that's the scary bit there. Did you jump at all during this film? No, I didn't get anything from this film. It didn't it didn't hit any of the notes though. I know it's it's a Blumhouse. It was obviously meant to be like a cheap, low budget. Let's get some money made, mm. but it just it, it felt almost reminiscent of in in the filming of Tusk. Yeah, no, I get that definitely. Yeah, um, the. Kevin Smith film, isn't it? It's Kevin Smith with... Yeah, where he, he makes a walrus. What's his name? Jason Long. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it does. I get what you mean. It's very... It was just a bit... It was just bad. It was just It was just a bad film. I, I was watching it and you hadn't seen it at the time. I, I messaged you yeah. and went, oh, this is, this is shit. Yeah. This is... And I, I went and read... Any, any film where, where someone is killed by an e-cig, you you got to... <laughs> Yeah, I forgot that. Not only he killed my but everyone's like, "Oh, what's happened? I didn't see what he has it in his hand." <laughs> They've all acknowledged it. It then disappears, and like, "Oh, where's it gone? Who could have done it?" It's just it, again <laughs> stupid character actions. Even the mental, the big reveal. I, I don't care if I'm spoiling this film. Don't watch this film. It's potentially the worst film I have seen this year. Yeah, it's up there. Are you trying to say another film that you've seen that's worse? R.I.P.D. Oh, you watched it this year? Oh, I watched it this year. No, I'd say this was worse than ROPD. This didn't have any redeeming features. Yeah, but I think I'd rather re-watch this. Well, it's because it's shorter. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the only, that's the only that's benefit That's the redeeming there. feature. Um, <laughs> but no, it's, the, there's a whole thing about, oh, I just want to redeem myself. I'm looking for that one good thing. Oh, she was in a fire when she was younger. And it's like, well, she started the fire then, didn't she? Mm. And it turns out, oh, she started the fire, didn't she? And you're like... Come on, there's there is nothing interesting in this film. There was no new thoughts. There was no new ideas. It just it just was. It, that was all I can say was it just was, and I gave it a one the, star when I rated it. Yeah, the the it just it it was a proper if the, it just sort of petered out the film. It just gave up at one point. Didn't yeah, it? it it just sort of went. Here's some builder, here's some builder. Oh, right, we've got a rap filming the next yeah. sort of two days. Right, just shoot through the scenes, we'll just get it done. It just, it, it, it was poor. But yeah. Um, so we'll move past that. I'm not going to wait anymore. Obviously, Martian will have a lot more to discuss, but maybe if we do a Matt Damon episode, we'll discuss it then. But, mm, but you'll have to guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously, at this time as well, he was working on music for different films. He worked on like the music for Creed and. Mm. Uh, things like that, but he was yeah he was working on quite a few different bits. Mm. Um, so 2015, October, Atlanta airs. So the first season of yeah, Atlanta okay. comes out in. Oh no, it premiered actually in 2016. Sorry, it was ordered. The ten episodes were ordered in 2015. Oh, was it? But then it premiered in 2016. Oh, it hasn't been that long, then, has it? So that came out in 2016. The other one came out 2018. Because he won awards in 2019, so it must have come out in 2018. So yeah, he's, he's taken like two-year gaps between them, so we're probably not going to see the next one until next year. Yeah. I mean, I was trying to work out how his albums work. So you got 20, 2011 was Camp. 2013 yeah. was Because of the Internet. Yeah. 
2016 is Awaken My Love. Yeah. So 2020 will be his next album. Yeah. That's my idea. Two, three, four. That's that's what I, I'm. Just, I'm just hoping that it's coming out. That's what that it makes is. sense. So yeah, he um obviously won quite a lot of awards for that Loads. one. He got nominated for so many things. Um, it was outstanding. He, if he won Best Actor, didn't he? he won Best Actor at the Golden Globes. Um, he was also definitely won Best Writer, Best Television Series. I think it won as well. I think he writes a director. Best, got... best Original Screenplay, wasn't it as well? Yeah, and he and he got directing awards yeah. for it as well for Golden Globes, Emmys, uh, Screen Actors Guild were also nominating him for things. He literally it just it swept up because it was a big thing, wasn't it? Because he was like, wasn't it like he was the first black writer to win an Emmy for a TV show or something like that? I think that's what was the big thing when it happened. But I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. It's also the big thing with uh, Jordan Peele won something for Get Out. It was a big mm. point because he he won one for that. But yeah, it was it was amazing. And to be honest, I love I love this show. I, I watched the first, as I said, watched the first season. Um, he's great in it. Yeah, this is great. I mean, he's great in everything. But this this well, okay, uh, he was he wasn't great in Lazarus of no. Night. But he's he's this. I noticed in this this was the first sort of time that he seemed older yeah he, he, this is where he matured I, I, is it because he grew a beard well it might be but it, well, i he, think it was he just changes the way he was yeah even even now when you see him he's very very different to who he was literally what five years ago yeah six years ago when when they were finishing off yeah six years ago when they were finishing off community or when he left yeah, yeah, it's that's that's an insane. Twenty fourteen, I think he would have left community. Yeah, so five five years. That's yeah. a that's a hell of a. De- well, no, sorry. At this point, it was. This was two a year on. Yeah, so no, it was twenty sixteen. Two years, and on, he yeah. seems such a different person in it. Yeah, he's I mean, obviously it's different it's, character. It's, it's but... different character, but he's he's obviously gone down a different route, and it's not. It's although it's comedy, it's not like laugh oh, side splitting. It's it's, a, it's a, I hate to say the term, but it's a dramedy, isn't it? Yeah, it's like nuanced. That's that's the thing, and he does such a convincing role as um, Ern, doesn't he? Mm. Um, as a Princeton dropout who's then now managing. It's, it's just I always find it impressive when someone is is capable enough to write, direct, and star in like, yeah the, their thing and maintain a quality. His acting isn't bad. His directing is great. You know, like it's it, all these. Yeah, it's... and the writing is. Fabulous. Joel Edgerton's another one who does a good job when he does that. Was it, um, what did he direct? Um, he um, did he do Warrior. It, uh, was it Boy? Is it not Boy Interrupted? What's the name? Is it Boy? Inter- no, what's it called? It's one recently. He it was about the child. It was the gay conversion therapy camps. Oh yeah. Um, he did a great job I in do. that. Yeah, I know um, what you're talking about. Where he was also like one of the main actors in it and directed it and wrote it. But yeah. it, there's very few that can do it, and it works without it being. Mm. I was going to say, without it being self-indulgent, I mean, you can probably look at this as being quite self-indulgent. It's a writer, it's, it's, it's a it's, writer, it's, rapper, that yeah, sort of thing, who is then writing about being a rapper, or producer of a rapper, you, yeah. It's how you measure self-indulgency, because it's self-indulgent in that it is totally him, and him talking about him, and being him. But then, <laughs> it's like, it's it's not OTT. No, it's not. It's, it's not like... Oh, this is me, and I'm great. Like he doesn't use his real name, that sort of thing. It's yeah, like, yeah, so... it's, it's it's. No, I get that. It, uh, like, I, to, you I, could I... argue that um, oh, what's on. it called? The the <laughs> the one with the guy who co-wrote Seinfeld. 
Oh, um, enthusiasm with. Um... You could argue that that's self-indulgent because that's like him being him and. Sorry, but it's not though name? because it's comedy, isn't it? it, it um... I can't remember his name. I can I can picture him perfectly in my head, yeah. and his name is literally Larry. Larry David. There we go. I was thinking of the name David first. Like, no, it's not David. And I got the name Larry. I should have worked out because I had David Larry in my head. It's almost <laughs> right. But yeah, he's yeah. It, that is more self I, I, honest, Atlanta. I again, I don't think it's for everyone. Mm. I really like it though. Um, in fact, I was talking to some people at work about Atlanta the other day. Um, one person was like, I really liked it. I love both series. I think season two is not as good as season one. Mm. The You've been one... there as well, haven't you? Well, Atlanta. Yeah, well, I, lived, I lived two hours outside of there. I've been there oh, a couple of times. Not not that often. Um, but it's, yeah, I think it's from where I've been there. It seems like a fairly accurate representation. <laughs> I was told not to turn down certain streets there because I might get shot at. So oh, it, was okay. like, it was that sort of thing. So it's, it's the same as any urban city, though. Mm. And it's massive massive atlanta but yeah it's great and yeah he did actually he was the first uh black person to win an emmy uh for outstanding director in a comedy series so i knew there was something there about it. so he was the first That's black the first. person to do it so it was a big thing um again i really think that you should check this out if you don't if you haven't looked at atlanta before you've thought about going in but not have actually gone in I would give it give it two episodes. If it doesn't grab you, I don't think it's the show for you. But I, I honestly think it's a really enjoyable show. Yeah. And and it's again it's another it's another insight into someone's life and it's if you're like us, it could be a different sort of life to where we're living. <laughs> <laughs> and that takes us into um Awaken My Love, which was obviously the same year as Atlanta yes. came out. Which was his third studio album. Currently his last studio album. Um which was released in December of that year. And I think it was his best released album it was his most successful i think it, yeah it came in most number... critically acclaimed yeah I, yeah most critically acclaimed as well yeah but it was at, at, from the time i think it peaked at five from the billboard mm. billboard 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 which i think is the guy who stands in the tavern and sings <laughs> uh just for a little bit of money yeah on the billboard 200 which is mm. obviously the american one of whatever we yeah. have the top 50 yeah whatever yeah. apparently the uk need, top something yeah they need 200 of them but yeah it came in fifth on there when it released, That's which um, I, it became platinum as well. Just um, just jumping back, talking about how critically acclaimed this was. Have you mm-hmm. have you ever read some of the review, like the reviews of Camp? No. Some people like it was given like it was slammed. It was like one stars, like really, really, really poorly received. It doesn't Camp. surprise me because like, not in a bad way. But if you look at like where his awards are coming and where his notif- mm. nothing was given for Camp at all. Mm. Camp was barely looked at mm. but then some people um i've seen other i did see a, one review which said it was the best album of any genre in 2011 someone's I, could, I couldn't tell you what else came out in 2011 no but i mean obviously we had a look we could probably could find yeah. something but like it's that was i think it was it was might have been pitchfork or something i've done that which is mm. odd for a, for a rap album because they normally aren't as big on rap but yeah. it was it was one of those things yeah this was massively acclaimed in comparison to any of his other works yeah. i mean to this point because obviously we know there's another single that he releases where the world went absolutely insane for yes so but yeah awake my love came out um obviously this was completely this was completely different because although we go yeah it was rap then it was electronic and now it's funk mm. the first two were still hip-hop really weren't they that's what how you describe I mean, it and i know it's not see but it was still it was the same voice in the first two but i remember yeah, when this came out yeah obviously you, you you still know it's him. Mm-hmm. It's still him. But I, I vividly... I remember talking to my cousin, who I know also likes him a lot. 
um he was like we were talking and it was after the sort of pre-release because he released right. two singles before yeah, yeah. releasing the album and that was um redbone and uh the night me and your mama met i uh, think me and your mama me and your mama that was it yeah because he released those um, two because that's the ones he did at the uh, joshua two in california he did like three, yes three exactly shows, didn't he? and it was just after redbone that i i would it was a family do I think it was my sister's birthday and it was just after the Red Bone had been released because he mm-hmm. released Yabama first then yeah. like a week and then Red Bone and I remember he like my cousin would be like okay like that, that I can't believe that's his voice on that where he, where it's the what was what, format it's really funny I was, really I, was, I was re-listening to some of his old albums well, I was listening to Camp and then I listened to Because of the Internet and there's a couple of songs in Camp where he sings like the chorus Mm. I remember the first time I listened to that album, I thought he had people in singing mm. the chorus, but then as because the internet came out, he was obviously singing a bit more in there. And then it was so clear it was his voice by that point that it was like, yeah, this is definitely him. Well, he, sing- he sings in that power, doesn't he? Yeah. But it's again, it's one of those things where I didn't really click it was his voice because it was him singing. And so, yeah. many, so many like rap artists who will do it, and then if they're going to sing, they're going to auto-tune the living hell out of their voice. I mean, look at Kanye, for example your rapper then it was also tuned the whole way the whole way through but then there's other rappers that are now showing that they are multi-talented do mm-hmm. sing as well i mean i'm not going to say jaden smith is an example but he's just released a new album who and he also mm-hmm. sings on there as well so i mean they're all trying to show that they are multifaceted yeah. which is interesting but yeah this is this is a great album as well i've got it on vinyl and luckily this one is pressed correctly unlike my other vinyl I yes, found the other course. day, which I was not Good happy Kid about. Good Kid Mad City. Good Kid Mad City, which had classic. Some, which <laughs> then had some punk artists on the D side. I don't know why. Well, I do know why it was pressed in the same factory. But yeah, this <laughs> this this album is great. Uh, I love this album. Um, as I said, I don't want to say it's my least favorite one of his because I really really like it. That's it's yeah, a different genre. The thing is, it's a different genre, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, you can't compare them. Well, you can't, I mean, you can't, but it's the same as going, oh, which, which film did you prefer when we're looking at his films? And you go, all oh, right, we've got Mystery Team or potentially, potentially I don't know, um, the Star Wars film. Hmm. Which one did you prefer? Well, I thought this was funny, but which was a better film? I, I don't know. That, they've, mm. got different, they've got different qualities. Yeah, yeah. One's got more of an independent feel to it. One's got that. Yeah. So, so you can't really always yeah. compare the two. This this though is it won so many awards didn't it? It was like best album. It was nominated for best album of the year, best urban contemporary album. Um, nominations for Red, Redbone was seen as his, his, his top at song, wasn't it? It was like it's it's single that was not. Was Redbone was amazing. Redbone was amazing. Like, but it, it was. It felt like it was a butt coming there. <laughs> I don't know. Red, Redbone was amazing, and it is amazing, and it is. I I still think it is probably the best song on the album, but. The the two either side of it don't get enough respect because they are the well, two Riot either side. California, yeah, I love California. California is my favorite song from the album. Yeah, that's fair. It shouldn't be, but it is. I I love California and I love Boogie Man. Yeah, that was all right. Zombies, zombies, I really zombies like. is phenomenal. I like the one Terrified. Yeah, Terrified's great. What's the one about Baby? Baby Boy. Baby Boy. Yeah. Yeah. That again. That one's good. Great. And um, he's obviously I just. I've I've mentioned his name, but uh, Gorenson, uh, I think it's is it Ludwig. Uh, yeah, Ludwig Gorenson has worked with him on all his albums. Okay, so he's like his 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 go to guy. Was he a producer? Um, he's 
Yeah, I think he's um, a producer, mixer, or, or a composer. I'm trying to remember what he is. I'm gonna have a little check on who he is. But he's been there with all for all of his albums. Um, he's a Swedish composer, conductor, and record producer. That's impressive considering how different they are. That you've had the same person on all of them. Yeah. Because obviously an artist can change quite easily, but a producer normally is sort of specialised. Yeah, they do. Um, so he, yeah. So Ludwig Göransson. Um, Signed a management deal for Jay-Z's label, Rock Nation 2013. Wow. Um, he also composed the music for We're the Millers, Creed. Um, oh, well, that makes sense, because that was Gambino as well. True Memoirs of an International Assassin, Central Intelligence, and Everything, Everything. That 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 one that you just glossed over there is a uh, is a great film. Which one? Surprisingly good film, and I'm not even joking. I don't know which one you're talking about. True Memoirs of an International Assassin. It's, it's not. <laughs> it is surprisingly good. I genuinely, oh, I thought I was... It's better than I thought, I thought it would be. I thought it was going to be appalling, and I watched it, I went, this was very funny. Yeah, and um, Central Intelligence is good as mm-hmm. well. And I do like everything, everything as well. I think that's an all right, all right film. It's not, it's not my big, big thing. It's again, it's another little. It's very much in part of the whole um, Fault in Our Stars. Yes. Sad teenagers get cancer thing that's come out everywhere. And be more sad. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh it's, it's sad. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I don't have it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> No, it is. It's bad. It is, but I mean, I I don't need to see a million films of them. That's what I'm. That's more what I'm saying. Yeah. We don't. We don't no, need to see no, a million I films like that. No. But yeah, in regards to, <laughs> you sure? I can see you feeling really uncomfortable now. You're like squirming in your seat. I just, I just, I just, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think you can. <laughs> I just don't think you can say that. So yeah. Well, I just did. I, it's I fine. Know, we'll, I know. We'll see if it comes back and bites me in the ass at my work. That's the only thing I got to worry it's, about. It's where you get cancer. It's karma. <laughs> oh, that, that. I mean, it'd be just after what I've just said, really, wouldn't it? It'd be just. Um, so yeah, just he, cancer. <laughs> um, I love this album. I honestly, I listen to so many of the tracks just intermittent mm. I make a lot of playlists and I will stick random tracks of these on there because they're just yeah. great films mm. Terrified is normally in there Zombies is normally in there in California they're sort of the main three that show yeah. up um, exactly the same over here but I really really enjoy them um, oh and Redbone for me Redbone yeah it, it does show up doesn't it <laughs> you can't avoid it obviously uh, next year came out with Spider-Man Homecoming which we've already discussed yeah um, The Ultimate Spider-Man which I've already mentioned as well mm-hmm. um and then he also mentioned in 2017 he was intending to retire Childish Gambino, the name's ch- the pseudonym. Um, yeah, was he's, in 2017 news. he said, "I'll see you for the last Gambino album." Um, um, up for walking off the stage at the Governor's Ball Music Festival, he further explained the decision, um, feeling that his music career was no longer necessary, and added, "There's nothing worse than a, like a third sequel." And I like it when something's good, and when it comes back, and there's no reason to come back, there's a reason to do that. But since then, quite recently, oh, actually... Oh, yeah, he said that he might not be retired. Well, he's he signed in 2016. Um, 2016, 2017, it might be. He signed on an agreement that he was going to create another album, and mm. obviously he's not released another album yet. He's released a... Yeah, but he might, do, he might do a Prince. But he has to release it under the Charles Gambino name. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we, so that's what we both were thinking, wasn't it? That he's going to he become... Just is Donald Glover, then he's not tied by that contract. Yeah, but he's... So long as Gambino's around, he's in that contract. Prince only changed his name to a symbol so that it voided his contract. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> but he's, he is working on new music, and we know that from, mm. from the tour, because he released something 
and played us a new track from that. So 2018. Oh yeah, I'd completely forgot that was. Yeah, that was re- that. That still hasn't been released. You're right. No, we yeah we've heard that. Obviously he's still on that tour, so I don't know if he's going to release that for someone else. But he said he was working on it in London, so it must be whilst he was off between tours. But yeah, he he, released, yeah. he played that track for us. Got a recording of it. Yeah, I think I do too. So I don't think I have the whole thing, but I have. No, we I don't have the whole thing either. Um. So yeah, oh no, it was 2018, January 2018. He signed for it. Um, and that's when he released uh, This Is America. Which yes, which went down a storm. Took the world by storm. It won every award, didn't it? It won, it won every award. Every award. It, it, suddenly, Gambino was not... I, I remember yeah. that happening. And, and everyone Gambino knew Gambino was, was like a thing. He wasn't a dirty little secret anymore, was he? He was like... It yeah, Gambino, but, oh, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Not that he was over like after like... Awaken Redbone, yeah, like Awaken, Awaken My Love was like, he was becoming bigger, but then, like, This Is America came out, and everyone was like, oh my god, have you heard this? This is amazing. I mean, I, rem- it was. I remember hearing it, and I showed it to my parents. Yeah. And uh, with the music video, because I felt like the music video had The music video is, is, yeah, I remember, I remember being, because it dropped with the video, because often oh, did, you, yeah. get, you, get, you get songs that come out and then the videos released later on isn't it i think but there's i think there's like 50 writing credits on this you need you need you need the video for that the video, song you don't because it's so good by itself but the music video adds so many more layers to it it's so much more to analyze and things like that so it, i don't think you'd ever yeah but i don't know the reason i say you need it is because i don't think you could ever true truly get what the song was or was intended to be without the video. Yeah, maybe. I, I thing is, we, we we're not in a world where we know that. <laughs> you no. know, we're stuck with it both being out. Because I heard it without the music video first time. Did you? Yeah. Uh, so I heard a record. I heard it on Spotify without the video. Mm. Listened to it. I thought this is amazing. This is <laughs> this is America. <laughs> I was like, no, this is amer- amazing. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, I thought this was America. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I heard it and I went, "This is great, brilliant." Mm. So I go off, and then I started seeing things on like it was like Reddit and Facebook, and mm. sort of shot up everywhere, didn't it? And, and then like, all the memes. Oh, right, I'll, right, I'll hit, I'll wa-. <laughs> I was like, "All oh, right, I'll have to watch this." And I watched it, and I was like, "That this is another level." Mm. Um, I remember, yeah, no, no, I didn't. I did see it first because it got dropped on. It was on Reddit. It was like the video mm. came out, and I saw it with it when it been like, out for twenty minutes or something. Like, it was less than twenty minutes. Like. Oh no way! Yeah. I got to watch this, and I was like sharing it with everyone. I was, I was that guy. But yeah, it was, it was brilliant. There's a reason why it, it's amazing. And then obviously he then created the This Is America tour mm. in relation to the name of this, which uh, I think was good. I just didn't like everyone who showed up to the the concert because yes. they were there for that we, song. Yeah, you, yeah. But we'll. Oh yeah, I. Now this is this is a this is a thing, right? <laughs> In in oh, my this, mind, this is a thing, is it? This is a thing, right? So people who go to gigs or whatever for one song, and there is a difference between the people who go, nowadays. I think, it, it, I think there's a, you can have a stigma about it nowadays, but I don't think you could previous because now you get people who go to gigs like that who are there to like stick it on Instagram. Yeah, followers like influencers who are there because it's big name doing a big thing. You catch him doing his song with you in the foreground, and you go, "Look, wow!" And that's that. However, mm-hmm. the people who are paying for the cheap seats, who might only know him for that song, 
but want to know more or want to hear that song live. I appreciate that because it's still, it still is work. And yeah. it is, if you look at This Is America, it is very different from any segment of his, any era. Yeah, it is, yeah. It's like its own thing. So I think it's, it's liking This Is America it, and oh, going no, for got, that is yeah. like going for one of his albums. I know that's not sick because obviously it's only one song, so it's only going to take up that amount of time. But it is... They're, they're, it is a it is a piece of like they're, they're, they're there thing. for the, the experience of that thing rather than they're there to sh- showcase that they were there at that experience. Yeah. That's the, that's the difference. Yeah, there. and I, I agree with that too. I do agree with that to a level. I mean, I just rather have everyone there who was gonna rap enjoy along, everything, wrap along yeah. with me as, as as a very white kid. Yes. Um... <laughs> Oh, I did it anyway. Even yeah, if we, I, we both did. We couldn't see each other. We were like on the size of the of the O2. But it is what it is. And and then obviously following that, mm. which was amazing, out came um, the next film, Solo. Solo, a Star Wars story where he played Lando Calrissian. And I remember when the news of that casting came out, and I was over the moon. Do you know he only had he had one he remembers having one toy when he was a little kid. It was a little Lando Calrissian like figure. The only black person in the galaxy. Only black before the uh, the the CGI editions. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, he he, um, really wants to play it. But yeah, Solo, a Star Wars story. Now I'm going to preface this and say that I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan. You're not. It's not because I don't like don't not like star wars it's just i think you're either brought up in a household that likes star wars or brought up in a household that's indifferent to star wars or like star trek or like star trek i mean karis's household are all star wars star trek yeah. everything like that you seem to be brought up in a star wars household yeah no no one in my house really was. i think my i think my parents watched the odd star trek here and there but like my dad loves star wars remembers going to see star wars i have been to see every star wars since that's come out like since I've been alive with my yeah. dad. Like, I, I, yeah, I adore Star Wars. We never, we never did that. So, like, obviously, my birthday's around Christmas time, and that's when they would come out. Mm. We would go see the Lord of the Rings films. We would, uh, we well, wouldn't see so that. So, mine, I went, mine never did that. So, I did. I we were more fancy based yeah. in the household because that's what my dad enjoys. Well, the, so. this is the on that front. This is the this is the the odd thing about that in my household is that. Neither of my parents are sci-fi. My dad right. loves Star Wars, and like he likes the odd sci-fi film if it's clever. Like he likes like Blade Runner, Ex and he Machina. likes Ex Machina. But generally, something sci-fi comes out, my dad doesn't want anything to do with it. No, but Star Wars comes out, and he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> so you like Star Wars? I'm. I don't mind. I I don't have anything bad to say about Star Wars. I'm not saying oh it's crap or anything like that. No. I just part of me is like, well, if I wanted a sci-fi thing i'd watch something more sci-fi and if mm. i wanted a western i'd watch more of a western i feel like this sort of uh toes the line down the middle that's just more my opinion but i enjoy them i don't i don't not like that's them what they are. they're a good good yarn which, which is <laughs> why i really liked solo a star wars story yeah i really liked it because it felt very westerny to me yeah it didn't feel very sci-fi it's weird it didn't feel particularly sci-fi it felt like more like a western to me it was like a proper like have you which ones have you seen which star wars have you seen um, I've seen all of the prequels. Yeah, I've seen Rogue One. I've seen all the new ones, basically, um, and I've seen four and six. I haven't seen five. <laughs> you haven't seen? Yeah. Have you ever looked at a list of like the best Star Wars movies? No. 
Five is at the top of every single one. You're literally missing the what is regarded as the best Star I mean, Wars. <laughs> I own every Star Wars film on DVD or Blu-ray, and I still haven't seen it. Oh, God. Right, okay. So. It oh. all starts in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, it does. But regardless of this, I, I know what happens in them anyway, because I am a consumer of everything pop culture. Yeah, I was going to say. I, I, I always say, whenever, like... I know it sounds silly. When, when you're talking about, like, time travel, it's like... What would you like to do? Or, like, if you could forget something and then, like, re- experience something for the first time, that sort of thing. My answer is always, I would love to watch episode five without knowing, or watch Star Wars again, but without knowing that Darth Vader is Luke's dad. See, I just imagine, see, like, that is, like, one of the biggest, like, <gasps> ever in cinema. And that is, like, a. It's just like a thing that everyone knows from when they're a kid now. They know that, Luke, I am your father, <laughs> it may, isn't it? It always reminds me of um, that episode of The Simpsons where Homer comes out of it. It's, like, it's, like, it's just premiered. Mm. He's seen the first one. And he comes out with Mars. He's walking past the line and goes, well, can you believe that he was that guy's father? <laughs> and they're like, ah, oh, you idiot. It's just that sort of, yeah. yeah. It's one of those things that you, it's, it's just synonymous with, with film. It's like, you know that. It's that yeah. I see dead people. Yeah. It's, there's, there's a few that are just... Ah, uh, you you know this. Kaiser Soze. Kaiser Soze, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I imagine everyone knows these sort of things, but yes, I don't think everyone does. I think there are people who just miss this sort of level of pop culture consumption and they don't hear everything. Yeah. Space. But, but yeah, so I devour it all. So Solo. I re- Yeah, I liked it. Um, As me being the Star Wars Yeah, go, go for buff, it. You go for it. What do you think, I think, of, of Solo? Um, it was... The worst financially, it was the, one of the worst received ones. Yeah. So in my mind, uh, can I first ask yeah. what you thought of the most recent in the actual film series? Uh, it, it's one of it, it's one of my least, it's probably my second, third least I favorite. don't think you like this then. Ah, here we go. So this, so I did, but I didn't like it. As a Star Wars film, yeah, but that's partly why I liked it. No, but th- so this is so this is the thing. I, like, I re- if you haven't seen, you say you've seen Rogue One. Yeah, did you like that? I like Rogue yeah, One. Yeah, I think Rogue One's amazing. But that that almost wasn't a Star Wars film. It was more like a military film, wasn't it? which is what it should be. This yeah. is, I, I I'm tired of it. Oh my god, do the same story. Just you've got this whole world to build stories mm. in. Just build stories. Oh, in and they're going they to like and that's the Mandalorian awesome. coming out, all that sort of stuff. But solo, solo. The 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 issue that I have with Solo is that the bloke playing Han Solo, I firstly Amelia Clark I have an issue with in that she was good as Daenerys I don't think she's a very good actress I don't think she in general I don't know uh, she was I think probably the weakest out of all of the main sort of actors mm. in there. But I also think it's partly to do with the writing for her. In yes, yeah, I think I that's more was, of the issue. It, it was a bit of a token character. It was it, it's your classic. We needed a love story. If they, so I, put that if they do continue it on, I could see a big build in her mm. character. I also don't. I almost don't like as well that they put in like that sort of love story with them. In that, in the original trilogy, Han Solo and Chewie are like. Best mates don't need anyone else. That's their whole thing. Yeah, but why? Why do they get to that stage? Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> but how? But why do they get no, to that stage? There no, has to be a reason why he's been like jilted or. But this is. But the, but then the, the, and this is this is the other thing is that 
the actor who plays Han Solo was neither was neither Harrison Ford nor something new. And that was my that was my biggest gripe with the thing is that I I, I enjoyed the story. Yeah. I enjoyed the acting for the most part. I thought it was like visually it's Christ who doesn't like watching the Millennium Falcon for like exactly fly super good. fast. It's great. And the shot of the star destroyer in like that cloud was yeah. phenomenal. Amazing. It's, like it's great. You can't get Star Wars. Love it. But he, if he had just been told like, do your own thing. You're not Harrison Ford. Fabulous. Go for it. Run with it. If he was told be Harrison Ford, like you can't it, it, that was my issue was the thing that is, he was trying to be Harrison Ford to be had, like that he and had, had to be almost a young green wet behind the ears Harrison Ford which yeah. didn't hadn't hasn't got that sort of worldliness to him he hasn't got that complete yeah. chip on his shoulder hardness which is, I think he did a good job I think he did uh, as a separate obviously I don't know him as inside and mm. out as you guys do I, I'm not going to argue mm. with all the stuff but I think he did a commendable job as playing a young it's, just, it's hard to play a character that someone's played before but you're playing a younger version of them but you can't be them because they, there has to be that development but, to that so character this is a, so my my argument here is Ewan McGregor yeah Ewan McGregor if you look at all of uh, Alec Guinness's the mm. way he speaks his mannerisms everything Ewan McGregor encompasses in his portrayal of Obi-Wan Kenobi you you could you can look at it and go that's a young Alec yeah, but Guinness. Alec, but Alec Guinness didn't understand the script. He was just saying the words, so it's easier to. <laughs> Did, but but that was still whatever the actor was doing or no, thinking. No, I... The character that came across is that, and that was what was captured. However, that wasn't captured. It was like watching a Star Wars film. Like had you changed the name of Solo from Solo, mm. it would have been a better film. A better film. Yeah, because it wouldn't have been Star Wars. Not, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Well, no, but I, I'm, I'm not trying to. I'm just saying I, the, the I, thing I, that let it down, funnily enough, was the the core factor. But as a film, I think it's good. But then, did you like it when he met Chewie for the first time? Yeah. So you needed that bit because there's those bits which you're going to resonate with. Oh, that's oh, really cool. yeah, and the, the, yeah, the no, Millennium Falcon saying, builds it. Yeah, it. yeah, that's and and that is that is the thing. But I'm just saying, like the actual person and character of Han Solo was 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 what that that film down and i know that was sort of what it rests on but you have got so many more factors than that um just going to don glover at yeah. this point what did you think of him as lando Corazian? brilliant very i thought he's very very sexual very fey i was gonna say that mm, soft like, oh this is it was yeah he 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 brought to lando Corazian a sort of it was almost and not androgynous but it was Asexual, like sexual so no no but I'm trying to think of the word. Like the opposite of asexual. It's like just oozing sex. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't I... it? That was the, he was like, he was talking, like, there's one bit where he talks about like chugging a machine and an alien and stuff. And it's like yeah. that whole but it thing. All, it all feels false, doesn't it? Everything he says feels, not, not like he's, he's not doing a good job, but that's obviously the idea. But that... oh, Right. So this, again, this is, you haven't watched episode five. Yeah, so, so you haven't seen. No, I've not. You've you've seen Lando Calrissian when he flies a Millennium Falcon but and wears barely. Han Solo's clothes. Have you? Did you? Have, I don't know if you even noticed that. No. Nope. When in episode <laughs> six, when Lando Calrissian flies the Millennium Falcon, he's wearing Han Solo's like clothes, and it's just, it's a really odd little thing nope. to throw in there. Do not get that. But um, <laughs> Lando Calrissian is he 
sort of sells Han out. He like he's he's in this cloud city and he and so Vader's that's, that's there. That's good then because it means that's why they got this they got this deep seated rivalry almost at this point. As well, well, this is the thing, and and that, I'm learning so much. I'm th- loving this film more and more. I thought that was good. Was because he was seedy. You didn't know what he was doing. But then that was undermined by the fact that your Woody Harrelson, you suddenly go, oh, we don't know what he's doing either. And then you, you then, and then you had a bit of like a, oh, well, no one's telling the truth, but such is the life of the, the outlaws, yeah. isn't it? Paul Bettany's very good in this as well. Paul Bettany was really good in this. Paul Bettany's good in everything he yes. does really, though. I really like Paul Bettany. He'd been so much better as, in, uh, as Javert, wouldn't he? Yes. But couldn't do it. But everything he touches, I think he does a really good... He commits fully to. Mm. Um, it did feel like an angry vision. That was the only thing. He felt a bit cold yeah. at times. But that's that's probably what they wanted for with him. I, 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 sorry. Yeah. No, go ahead. <laughs> just just, just on, on Donald Glover's performance, like, I thought it was good. He was... he. He was a young Lando. It I felt like, like a young Lando. I liked the material they used to build up before this, where he was doing like, the tour of his Millennium Falcon. He's like, these are my cloaks, these are my... <laughs> I really liked those bits mm. as well. I thought whenever whenever he was on, sta- on stage, um, on, screen. On, on screen, I was drawn to his character to see what he was doing. Yeah. Um, but I don't think he dominated the screen entirely, but that's because there were so many yeah. strong parts. Um, you had... Um, is it L9? The, uh, the, the robot, robot, yeah. He's played by the woman who wrote Fleabag and all that. And I can't yeah, Phoebe uh, Waller-Bridge. That's it. So yeah, she's yeah, but she plays that, and she's so good in that. She's really good in that. Who was the? There was another famous actor who Warwick Davis. Yeah, Warwick Davis is in. Like, yeah, but he showed up again. That's what I'm yeah, saying. He shows up again. Who's the one? I don't think it was Warwick Davis. He he plays the the yeah. pilot who dies right at the start. The AP one. Yeah, yeah, I can't. He's it's um John Favreau or something, isn't it? I don't think it's John. F- Is it John Favreau? Yeah, they got oh, him to like. Can't be surely. It didn't really sound. I, it might have been him. I'm I, sh- I'm sure it was. It could very well be. I'm gonna have a little check to see if he shows up. But he, yeah, that was. I mean, that was. And I because I remember I remember going into it being like, oh, I'm looking out for this character, and then and then he dies. I almost is the other. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, it doesn't look like him. Give me a second. I, I will see if I can find it. But I, I really... So this film, in general, I thought was really good. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoyed all the scenes. I didn't. I wasn't pacing. I wasn't, like, checking my watch. I wasn't doing anything. I was kept up. I was involved in it the whole time. It is John Favreau, is it? Yeah. Oh. Him. But I think, <laughs> I think it helps that it was directed so well. I think it helps it was Ron Howard was helming this. Yeah. And it, feel, it feels like a Ron Howard film yeah, of it Star does. Wars. It, it's clear that it's not George Lucas at the, the helm of it. It's, it's mm. clear it's not J.J. Um, Abrams or anything like mm. that. It's clear it's a Ron Howard mm. film. It's just the way that it's shot. Um, but as I was, as we were saying, Amelia Clark falls a little flat, but I think that's more due to the, the writing. Yeah. Um, I liked the intro. The intro has, oh, the intro has like the guy right at the start is that British guy who's in like everything everything british he's in the, he's like the outlaw right at the start and he's like oh i'll tell you where they are i'll tell you where they are and he like gets shot in the alley oh i can't remember who that is uh no i don't i don't remember him oh and I've, there's too many people to scroll through there's a lot there's a, yeah it, but I, I i think honestly as a standalone film if you take it separate from the star wars franchise mm. 
I can't see many faults with this one. I think it's very, it's if very this enjoyable. Is the, if, you, if this is the first time you've ever seen Han Solo, you'll enjoy it. I did. If you were after, <laughs> if you were after Harrison Ford, you won't. But then again, I'm. I think I'm one of the few people who doesn't rate Harrison Ford as much as everyone else does. Oh, you should go back yeah. to being a carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. I. I think Harrison Ford's good. He was. He was good. He was good. Yeah. He's no longer good. He had. Films. Well, he had his film like Han Solo. Great. Blade Runner, great. Indiana Jones, great. Yeah, no, I, I don't get but, it wrong. He's, he's got a good bit. He's, he's, not, he, he's phoned it in now, hasn't yeah. he, though? That's the only problem. But yeah, I think this is a good film. You think this is actually a good film. Yeah. It's just, it may not please It would still be fan. on the lower half of a list of Star Wars films. Fair in, Like, ranking order. But it's good. Um, so after this, we obviously got the um, Summer summer Pack that he released, yeah. the EP. Which feels like Summer. Feels like Summer and Summertime, summertime Magic. Magic. Love both of those. Again, different sounds. You said it sounds similar to Sober, but they are. They were more... some of my favourite live as well. The yeah. visuals. Really good. Uh, it, it, it was very few songs that were bad. That he did, <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Yeah, none of them. I was so, uh, so then he went on the This Is America tour, um, where he has shown, was it Algorithm and All Night were two of the things, but I don't think either of those were the songs he showed us. Algorithm was the one he showed so us. So Algorithm actually has been premiered um, which was in partnership with the app Pharos AR, a new augmented reality application released for Very Android cool. okay. in uh, April this year. But I have not seen anything about it. I've not actually checked out or don't know anything. I can't. I've got an iPhone. I don't. So I might... No, it's um, to Android and iOS. Oh, is it? So I thought you said Android. Um, I did, but... Uh, no, it's it's Faro AR. I didn't... It's augmented reality. No, not Android. Cool. Right. Um, but yeah, worth checking out. Obviously, we were both went to the tour. We've already talked about it in pieces. Yeah, here. it honestly best concert I've ever been to. Yeah, there's, there's no hands down. I've I've seen a lot of things, and it just he talked about taking us to church at the beginning, and I was and he did. I was there. He I did. was there. I did have to save a girl from trying to kill herself, but that was fine. Yeah, he was he high on MD, almost fell off the top of O2 Arena, which would have been would have been a mess to clean up, wouldn't it? Anyway, <laughs> so um, 2018, he also released uh, Guava Island. Yeah. Have you seen it? No. It's all right. It's good. It's yeah. it's just basically focus on the summertime pack and this is America short forty minute thing with him and Rihanna. Yeah, Rihanna's I do bit... need to watch it. I keep seeing the advert for it. It's like Rihanna's barely using it. It's basically just a vehicle for him to do his music, which fine is fine by expect. me. I've seen her in Battleship. I don't need to see her act anymore. Um, what else was she in? Uh, Jupiter Ascending. I haven't seen that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was going to say, oh. um, but yeah, that's basically where he is right now. He obviously has also released some Adidas originals. Yes, which seen that. I was sold a little bit for, but I didn't go in on. I mm. almost went for him, but I thought, you know what, I might save my money a little bit, mm. I, I, just because I can't afford to buy everything that he ever does. Yeah, I know. I'd love to. I'd love to get every deluxe vinyl he's ever produced, all of it. Love yep. it. And just hope they haven't been pressed wrong. But yeah, so. That's Here what brings we go. up to where he is. But that obviously means we're going to be moving on to... The review. The reviews. Um, jingle for reviews. <laughs> oh my, can we please get a different jingle? Any chance we can make something? And This is already going to be late. We already know it's going to be late, so we can always stick something in. We can. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Good. Right. Listen to a new jingle that's not saying jingle for your views. So, 
Lion King. Are we? Oh, oh I was going to say, what are oh, we reviewing? Oh, but I think we can result, cut this yeah, it's Lion King. Yeah, yeah, there's no point hiding it. We, Who can guess? Everyone knows. It's, if you look at this, any of your cinema listings now, you can <laughs> see about five other films, but you've only got one slot to view them because Lion King is every other slot in the in the world. Yeah. It's impossible to see anything else. Lion King, let's... But does originally... that mean you should watch it? That's, That's what we're going to discuss. Will it be the pride of Pride Rock? <laughs> Will... It'd just be an elephant graveyard. Long live the Lion King. Or, or the Lion King is dead. Or what else can we do yeah. in there? Long live the original Lion King. The or Lion King should you dead. go in there and just be prepared? Who knows? And you should be prepared for what you're going to see. So I'm going to start off talking about my film experience before the film actually began. Oh, uh, yeah. Because you, yeah, you had a rough one first. I, had a, I, I mean, I get in arguments <clears throat> with people in the cinema all the time. I'm that person. Mm. But when in there, kids were being loud. You expect it. It's fine. You're in a kid's film. You expect mm. it to be. But then everyone else, I think it was just because it was the start of the summer holidays. But, God, there were just people talking, kicking the back of chairs. Before, mm. Just as the film started, it was just after the first little bit, I literally stood up, yeah. stood in front of these two girls and went, look, can you stop talking? And stop kicking the back of my chair. Thank you. Sat down again. They stopped, but it was just—it shouldn't happen. That it was, and then there was other people. For those of you who are just listening, you can't see. I just got an absolute death stare, (laughs) but with a smile from Josh, and it's terrifying. (laughs) People need to learn how a cinema works. I just don't get it. Some people. There was a person um, in front of Karis just off to the side who had their phone out at points. Oh, I know. Yeah, I and I, 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 I I'll tell people to get off those anyway. But yeah, so. Film experience wasn't looking great, so that might have marred, muddied it, but I think I've got a fair reflection of how the film was. What do you think of the, the original film to start off with? I like it. It's not, I mean, I, it, you like it. I've ne- I've never been, I know it sounds so silly, but I've never been fussed on The Lion King. Why not? How? How have you not liked The Lion King? No, I like it. Don't, is there something wrong with Christ, you? <laughs> this is the thing, don't get me wrong, I like The Lion King, but it's just, it's not my favourite Disney movie. It's not, it's, it's, it's just, it's one of the Disney movies. It's your, like, what, which, which films do you put higher than Lion King then? Oh, Mulan, Hercules. I love, I no, love no. all of those sort of things. Neither of those are higher than it. Yeah, no, but it, but in my <laughs> mind they are. Yeah, okay, and, fair enough. Um, we, the Lion King, it's become so much more than, I mean, all it is, it's a retelling of Hamlet. Very, very loosely. You say that, you you look at well, no, every I know character in that. Yeah, obviously he's... you've got um, Hamlet is, is Simba, and then yeah. you've got um, Scar is his uncle. Yeah. Um, I was going to say Duncan, but that's from Macbeth. Then. Yeah. Um, then you've obviously got Timon and Pumbaa, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, yeah. but they survive, so they're not quite the same. Yeah, um, and they also raise him as separate from there. You've got... Um, the, the Queen. But yeah, but then you don't... His love interest Nala doesn't die. Is... No, she doesn't die. You're right. And... Okay, so the, yeah, but it's and the like queen Ham- and the queen doesn't yeah, buy but, into but him. This is what it is. It's Hamlet brought down to a yeah child's level. I mean, there, there's a lot of things in that. I, I mean, I'm going to say it now. There's not really spoilers for this if you've seen the original film because this new film doesn't do anything that's going to shock oh, you, right? So this yeah, it, it, so, is, it is almost line for line. There's a few things that are quite a bit. There are a few things that are a bit different in there. There were so many bits where I was like, this, I this is literally quote for quote. Because right. so did you, before watching it, did you watch the original Lion King? Recently? No, I, I know it pretty well inside oh, out. You, yeah. is it one? Is it your favorite? Yeah, or it's one it... of my favorite original. Yeah. I say original Disney because obviously it's ninety four, but then the original Disney's over all the way back from the thirties. Yeah, but right. When you look at the Disney fa- classics, I, so and this and I will preface this. I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm not. Not 
I, yeah, I just it's not my top. It's not it's not as high on my list as it seems to be on everyone else's. Okay. I don't know. I've just never got it. Lion King, I enjoy. I think it's got a lot of heart and it's got a real emotional sort of thing. But then I got to think, how old? When were you born? Ninety six. So it came out two years before, and so you were busy watching other ones. I was ninety one, so I was about three three when it came yeah. out. So it's obviously again when I've grown up, it's just been like one of those yeah. films I've watched. You see, and I've for grown me, up with. Lion King one point five. That's the one. <laughs> is that is that the one with Nala or is that the Timon and Pumbaa one? The Timon and Pumbaa one. Oh, good God. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, Lion King 2 was Nala. Yeah, that's... I mean, you know all the other Lion Kings. I only know the first Lion oh, King. Oh, I've only ever watched both of those once. And and uh, you're, you don't want to spoil it again by watching them again. You, they were so perfect on that first uh, watch. Yeah, perfect. I, exactly. I, I know, that's why I thought. No, that. so... so <laughs> and... It has got some of... Some classic moments in cinema... Funny enough, James Earl Jones is involved yet again. Yes, and uh, we'll, we'll start with the, should we start with the cast and the changes they've made with the cast before we go into the actual film? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So James Earl Jones, they've kept. Which the first, am... the original, he was great in. Don't you dare. This one, he was not trying. He phoned it in. They should just use the same lines as the original. There was not right. So the, this is my. And this is gonna almost spoil the review, but this is my this is my. They should have used the same lines as the original. The same lines or lions? Same lines. Same. <laughs> I thought you said they should use the same lions as the this original. This shouldn't. This shouldn't. I think. Is it too early to to sort of? There's no spoiler. I've already said. There's no spoilers. No, 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 no. But, no, I know, but I'm yet. saying, as in spoilers of my opinion of it. No, go for it. It's, it's quite clear what you're thinking of it. This whole thing should have just been a redo of the CGI. It should have been an update. I preferred the 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 look of this one, if I'm yeah. honest. And I know that's and no, I think you're right. This this looked nicer. But and because obviously you're missing all the classic Disney animation stuff. But I really I really enjoyed this one. I thought it was vibrant. It looked mm. good. It was clean. That oh my god, the the animation on Simba was like oh. I, it was like a like a. Everything, kitten. everything was so wonderful. Keris came out and went, they made the baby animals far too cute. Like yeah. young, young Pumba, yeah. when he sat in the, it was just, she's like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. was, they, they did such a good but job. But this is what, what it should have been was just, they take the audio track and they just match it and they redo the animation. They release that and they go, this is the new Lion King. And I would go, yes, fabulous. So you would have rather had... Oh, I would have mixed. I would have mixed and matched, though. Okay, all right. That's the so, thing. But I, I, but I think as a whole, what let this down was the new people, and that's probably because the uh, the original is, is is good. It is it is like the Nathan Lane. You can't you can't beat Nathan Lane. And also, I don't rate the what's his name Ryan something or other, isn't it? Who, who who's the one who plays uh, Timon in this one? Billy. Yeah, Billy, that, yeah. Oh, this is where we're going to argue against. I actually preferred him. What, to Nathan Lane? Yeah. Are you kid Right. Well, I don't rate him as a, as a, outside of this either. So. I don't. But you re- you liked him. I thought he was good. I, what do you, you think was... of Seth Rogen, then? I didn't like Seth Rogen. Oh, fuck. Right, okay. <laughs> we have totally different... Totally so, different... So, let's go through the casting yeah, first. Yeah, so we'll, we'll do the changes. James Earl we... Jones as Mufasa... Stayed the same. Yeah, he could read me a bedtime story every night and yeah, I'd but love it. I, do you know what I mean, though? This one, he felt tired. He didn't feel like he had yeah. the same... And that's part of my issue with it. If they had James Earl Jones go... He I didn't feel have, like a strong I king. would rather they just recast everyone rather than keeping some of the characters. I feel like if you're going to recast them all, recast them all. Mm. 
I don't see the point in bringing it back. I think was Rafiki the same person as well? No, the Rafiki Rafiki was Rafiki different. Rafiki changed. The it, new Rafiki was. Um, I recognised the new Rafiki. He was. Why. I think he was from Black Panther. I think he was the um, father of Black Panther. Yeah, that's it. But uh, so we'll, we'll go into it in a sec. But so James Earl Jones was original. Mm-hmm. Um, I was. I wish they'd done someone different. Yeah. But I I can see why they kept him because it's James Earl yeah. Jones. Uh, the next on this list that I've got here is Scar, Jeremy Irons. Yeah. Are you happy with the change to Chewie's Ledger 4? I liked Chewie's Ledger 4 as Scar. The Be Prepared was awful. Yeah. It was spoke singing. It wasn't actually... Yeah, and it you know, missed... And it, and it, you there was lost... no goose-stepping hyenas, were there? There was no, no... goose-stepping hyenas. There was no green, like, neon... That, like... that amazing, like, the... But then, know, that's that's like what, what I'm talking about. I suppose it makes sense. This is where it partly differs from the original. So mm. in the original, obviously, he's already with the hyenas. He's been exiled. He's working with them. Whilst in this one, he, he starts strikes off. a pack with them. Yeah. So this is meant to be inspiring. He doesn't have all of their like mm. undying respect already. I so well this and and this is the thing is had had the original never happened. He, he would have been a good scar, but Jeremy Irons is is yeah, and so they got it. rid. Of, I know there was that bit with the the mouse where he catches it, yeah, but he doesn't fully toy with it like he did. No, the, he's literally just it's gone. But then again, he doesn't have the opposable <clears throat> thumbs like he does. In the, so it's hard yeah. for him to toy with it. I like that. Um, obviously Zazu was Rowan Atkinson became John Oliver. Yeah, I think he didn't. I like John, he did a yeah. good enough job. I mean, I like John Oliver. He's they right. they did the same sort of thing. Really, there was no. I don't think he did anything poor. I think the ad libs were this. Okay, I know we're talking about the characters, but this is the issue I had with this one. Again, I didn't like this anywhere near as much as the original. I thought this was it lacked its heart, and there was so much self referential rifts that I thought it detracted from the film. I enjoyed them, but it detracted from the film. I don't know if you felt the same. Yeah, it just it did sort of like oh. Zazu annoyed me in this one. Yeah. He annoyed me in the original one, not as much as in this one. This one was this one was so much sort of like John Oliver. They they'd asked him to write his own jokes and he thrown them in. Yeah, yeah, but it and it and it felt like that. Like there was something like the first bit you see him. He's, he's talking. What is it? He's like a cousin who I thought who thought he was a woodpecker and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, because he just smashed it. Ah, it's it's like it. it's funny but unnecessary. Yeah, yeah, I get that, and yeah. Uh, Matthew Broderick as Simba. I thought it, yeah, in the original, and there's obviously he's now Donald Glover. Yeah, I. This is a good change. This was, yeah, I think this was the best change. Yeah. Well, uh, yes, yes. What do you think of Young Simba? Young Simba was great. I thought Young Simba was really. But good. I thought Young Simba was good in the original as well. Yeah. Uh, the Young Simba voice, the singer. What from the original? From... Original and this one sounded so similar. They did such a good job mm. of finding the kid to do that. Mm. Really good. Um, Who Matthew was Brod- the young Simba in the original? Is he? Is he anything? Jonathan now? Taylor Thomas. I don't, oh, I don't know. know. No, I can tell you. No. But yeah, so right, Matthew Broderick in the original. Yeah. Uh, Moira Kelly, um, Beyonce, probably a better singer, but and the and so this yeah this was this was a bit this were... this was one of the things that sort of. That I felt very conflicted on because when Nala came on as Beyonce, I was like, "Oh, oh for yeah. fuck's sake!" But then she started singing, and I was like, "You, you can't argue that Beyonce is a then good again, singer." Then again, I got annoyed with the singing. 
Did, with her. Really? I didn't. I really like it, but I don't. This is the problem. I mean, this is the problem I have with Beyonce in general. Yes, we get you can sing vocal gymnastics. Stick to the bloody note. Yeah. Because the second she started riffing, Gambino went, I can riff too. I'm going to go off. And then she goes, I can outdo you. And then he went, yeah. I can out. And it was just like, guys, just sing yeah. just sing the song. I, um, I'd be interested to hear what Elton John thinks of this. Well, he, he still was involved. He sang another song on it, didn't he? The oh, the, the Shine. He sang Shine? a song, a song as as the, tra- as the credits when I can't remember what it was called, but he sang a song then. Oh, no, Beyonce's new one's Shine. Oh, it? um... Spirits, spirit. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think Moira Kelly was better as Nala as the lion, but mm. Beyonce was better singing. So let's look at Timon and Pumbaa. Seth Rogen. The reason I promise I really like the original Pumbaa. I really like the when I was a young warthog. And he's like, well, is that bit? Yeah. And Seth Rogen can't sing. No, and that's the that's the the bit that. I came out of there and went, would I have preferred Timon and Pumbaa to have been uh, Jonathan Mullaney and Nick Kroll? And I think I would have preferred that to be that pairing. That would have been cool. But Kerry said I was so much, I was very wrong for that one. But I think... I just, I, it's, just, it's Nathan Lane. You can't... I, uh... I feel, but honestly, I feel like the comedy in this came from Timon, not Pumbaa. I didn't think, I didn't think Seth Rogen was all that funny. I thought... The the BR guest bit mm. was brilliant. Also, that Billy guy can sing. Yeah, but he can't. Not as well as Nathan Lane. He, I I think he, he did a brilliant job. That's the thing. I think he did yeah. really good. I think he was this, is, this is just this is a crossroads, isn't it? <laughs> We're never going to agree on this one. I I honestly think the problem is Timon is such an iconic character I, again. Yeah. Timon and Pumper were, and I think he did enough to make it his own character with within that. What it I was. just I didn't. I I know it's not so, so but considering it's an animation, I didn't like the way he said his lines. Do you not? I just I didn't I didn't I. No, I didn't. I didn't thought it was good. I thought right. it was like, that sort of what to it. It's like a bit offhanded, like oh, this is what it is. Right, right, yeah. oh, I don't. But I liked what he was doing there. I mm. I thought it was. I thought it was. It worked for me. That's mm. the thing. The ones that surprised me as a really good thing were the hyenas, the change in the hyena dynamic. Eric Andre and Eric Andre uh, and uh, Keegan Michael Keel, Key. Yeah, that was it. Um, they were really good, so they changed the dynamics. Obviously, they got rid of the one that was basically Ripper Roo from Crash Bandicoot, who yeah. was absolutely insane, who just became very clingy and close, which was Eric Andre, who looks just like my dog. <laughs> um, so he was very close, and then Key Michael, they had a really good thing. Basically, it's now, if we need some funny bits in there, like a comedy duo, we'll bring in Keegan Michael Key yeah. and anyone else who will join in. Because yeah. obviously, we had the same thing with Toy Story 4, but it was the same part, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the exact, it's the exact same part. But that's fine. It's comic relief. You you have a double actor's comic relief, yeah. and and if you've got one that works, you got one that works. That's yeah. great. I really rated the female hyena. Who was Whoopi Goldberg in the original? Yeah, it is isn't it? It is Whoopi Goldberg in the original. I'm sure trying... she's British in this one. She was yeah, she was really good in this as well. But again, she was I say underutilized. She didn't. She wasn't really utilized in the original either. But no. she was meant to be a leader, so it would have been good for her to have been given. More, I know it's. I know it sounds really. And you'd argue it's about Shenzi, isn't it? It's uh, Florence uh, Kasumba. That's it. I and you, you can argue with this, but one of the um, things I would have liked to see is in 
uh, Mowgli. Oh, right, the Andrew Circus one. Yeah. Yeah. You have um, Tom Hollander. It's not Tom Holland. Tom Hollander. Tom Hollander. Um, as one of the uh, wolves. Right. And he was brilliant. And it, it was a similar part. It was like yeah. that aggressive, but Leader, commanding, but yeah. and slightly... I know it sounds silly, but it the British get cast as bad guys in American movies a lot because I think the the English way of speaking there's a it's very easy to be very sinister without raising your voice without like without it's, sounding too aggressive if that makes sense it's yes yeah, and it's matched it's 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 like that it's it's calculated it's it's the open mouth talking for the british and it's the wide wide yeah yeah exactly exactly and i think than... that would have that would have been a welcome addition to that part because it felt like that yeah. was the sort of part it was it was an intelligent it just needed more thing, to it but it, it, yeah but then you you could argue why like you're replacing a woman with a man and it's and well no i mean i think it would have worked with her but if they'd given more to her that's yeah. what i mean yeah that's that's what i think um but yeah in in total i think the recasting was hit and miss in places it's, it's a hard one to copy that's the mm. thing but the film is Shot for shot, as you said, pretty much exactly the same. The uh, Rafiki, uh, talking about Rafiki, I didn't like this Rafiki. I preferred crazy Rafiki yeah, from the original. This one, he's a bit too sensible. But they... the bit where he jumps in at the end felt unnatural in this one, where he jumps in to prote- protect Zazu. Yeah, it didn't feel. It felt out of character for the rest of the character. However, in the original one, there was he a reason was why, yeah. shit at the start. So, <laughs> it, there's, yeah, it definitely, and there's a lot of. Who sim- played him in the original? Sorry, yeah, I think you said earlier. No, I didn't say his name mm-hmm. earlier, and now I'm going to have to go find it again. <sighs> what do you think I am? Um, Google. Uh, I, you think I'm Google, do you? Yeah, you are Google. You're uh, Google for these purposes. For these purposes. Essentially, though, I, I there was it was almost shot for shot. As we said, it was shot for shot. The only difference... I'll get his name up when it eventually loads. Yeah, that's um, it's the only differences in there. There was there were several differences, not a huge amount of differences. Do I think they improved it? They don't make enough of a difference to make a big thing. Mm. Um, you've got the bit where they make the lion uh, baby Simba's face. He's there, yeah. which is it with the bugs, which I liked rather than the big goo from the um, whatever fruit or whatever it was, it was yeah. or whatever it's meant to be, um, which I thought was nice. Mm-hmm. The other changes, obviously, they added friends to Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah, and I thought they were a welcome addition. I thought they really added something to it. I thought they were good. I, th- I don't know about you. I thought they yeah. were beneficial. I thought they actually, they, there was a reason like Timon and Pumper. Oh, we're loners. It's like, you guys aren't surviving by yourself. You know, it's, that's, mm. I think works for that. There was the be our guest bit, which I gotta be honest. I actually laughed really loudly at. I shouldn't have, cause it was, I heard the music and he started talking in French. Like they're not going to, they're not going to do this. Are they? They're not going to. And they did. And I was like, this is brilliant. Um, but apart from that, it's hard to think of any other differences. Spirit. Yeah, they added Spirit in there, which was a terrible addition. I didn't really like the song. I reckon that was in Beyonce's contract. Oh, she'd be in there if she was allowed to put a new song in there. I yeah. guarantee, yeah. Uh, Rafiki was um, Robert Guillaume. Guillaume. I don't know. I can tell you. I don't know. I'm trying to see what else he's been from in From such films as... <laughs> from such things as... Benson... Soap, Sports Night, he was in Big Fish. Oh, okay. Death Warrant, Meteor, Meteor Man. Yeah, he's been in uh, Lion King 2. 
Well, Simba's pride. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's there was bits in it that it just the, the overall it did it. It made it so it was the same as the original, but it lost all of the heart that the original had. It felt the best way I'd put it is it was a very professional and clinical version of how it was put together. It was done in such a clean, clear way. This is what it should do if it was done with real things. But you didn't feel... I didn't feel as connected with the characters. What's your... But do you reckon if you showed that this this latest film to a kid who'd never seen Lion King, what... Do you reckon they'd have the same reaction as you? That's the thing. I, I don't know. That's, that might be what the difference is, is I don't have the emotional resonance. But it felt more shallow. It felt... Yeah, I I can see that. And I think some of that comes with the animation is because it's real. What, it's real right, because you don't, have the, you don't have the human-like tendencies of the animals. Yeah. So you don't c- connect yeah. as much with them. That's What is your opinion of the... Now, this is going this is going out a bit. But what is what is your opinion of this movement to reshoot live action I'm not a for huge all fan of Disney. Of I'm not a huge fan of reshooting all of them. I don't I see why they're doing it. It's a good way to make money, firstly. I have yet yeah, and, and a good way to reintroduce it to younger audiences. And this is this is going to probably spoil my final review of this film, but I have yet to see one of the remakes that I enjoy. Beauty and the Beast didn't care for it. Haven't seen Aladdin yet, but I can't see uh, myself falling in with that. Uh, it was like 96, that was. Yeah, that really was, counts. No. Um, I'm talking this way. Jungle Book was not... Was I liked not Jungle Book. Yeah, it, was it, it wasn't the original. Oh, but then again, I and actually... I, I think I enjoyed... Um, Bill Murray, is it? King Louis's song. Christopher Walken, yeah. In in it more than... I, and he was terrifying, because he was a massive... Thing. I, yeah. There were so many bits that I thought... I thought Jungle Book was actually really good. I, I thought, really liked that bit, but... But and here's and here's the reason that I think I don't like it as much as you do is that I watched Jungle Book and then I watched Mowgli. Oh no, I like Mowgli in very close oh, proximity I... to each other, and I much preferred Mowgli. I thought Mowgli was amazing. So uh, just to go through the live action ones, there've been there's 101 and 102 Dalmatians, which were before 2000, so they don't really yeah. count in my mind. Maleficent. There's a new Maleficent coming out as well. Have you seen is the trailer a... for that? Yeah, with uh, Angelina Jolie again. Or... Yeah. Oh, it's, okay. it's the actual story of Sleeping Beauty this time. Oh, cool. But yeah. from her perspective? Her perspective, yeah. So we'll see how that works out. That Cinderella. Cool. which Oh, didn't rate that. With the there. bird from Baby Driver, wasn't it? The bird from Baby Driver, that's how we describe it. Jungle Book. <laughs> yeah. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Dumbo. Oh, that was meant to... That was going to be one of ours, wasn't it? That was going to be one of our first ones. It was, but yeah, then we, we didn't, pushed it back yeah. a bit later. Um, Aladdin and then Lion King. Mm. And then they've got Mulan coming up. They've before Mulan. They have Maleficent, the new one. Yeah. They have Lady and the Tramp. I did not realize. They I were didn't doing know that. they were doing okay. that either. They're doing Cruella, so that's obviously 101 Dalmatians yeah. from Cruella's perspective. Sword in the Stone. That could be cool. That, could has, be that cool. has potential. To be fair, this is the thing. I think there are a few of them that Little will benefit Mermaid. from the new one. Little Mermaid, which obviously has got all the controversial. Casting, oh, it's Black Mermaid, isn't it? Which I don't see a problem with at yeah. all. I don't. Well, I don't get it. Is. it I mean, if you go back to the Hans Christian Hansen or wherever it was like she was going to be green and her feet were bleeding the whole way. Oh, co- yeah. I mean, but it's like if you go back to wherever it, is, it doesn't really matter what. She, if yeah, if anyone's arguing that it should, she shouldn't be back because it's from Denmark, then there's a lot of things you should also be arguing. And about. also, I'm not being funny. It's someone in the sea. Have you heard that Harry Styles is in the running to be Eric? <laughs> That's fine. Do you see Dunkirk? Yeah, yeah he was alright. Right. Uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. 
It's having a live action. They're, they're having a live action of Lilo and Stitch. Oh, that'll be cool. They're, I reckon that'll be really cool, though. <laughs> uh, the Jungle Book, they're doing the sequel to Pinocchio, Rose Red, and Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Is that all they've got planned? That's all the ones So no Hercules? No Hercules at the moment, no. Hercules will be an interesting one if they do pull that, because I think you aren't you aren't gonna oh sorry i do they have planned projects so those ones actually have things sort of attached to them oh sorry. okay the planned projects for again for uh peter pan yeah um tinkerbell oh, did you see, did you ever see the live action peter pan from like which early pan, 2000s uh which you mean peter pan or pan because one of them was peter pan blonde uh, blonde kids was it the one with um hugh jackman as hook because that's oh, pan and that no. was terrible Oh, no, 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 no. That was that was that was later, wasn't yeah. it? No, yeah. I'm talking the earlier one where he like he dies and then comes yeah. back and he's all yeah, super, it's all right. oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. But just go on the live action remakes of Hercules, Pocahontas, Atlantis, The Lost Empire, which I'm so excited for if they do that. The Black Cauldron, again, very excited for, and Treasure okay. Planet. Treasure Planet. They are going to do Treasure Planet. They've got so it. Like they're talking about it. So Treasure Planet. Anyway, we've got me the well out. Piece. Yes, this film. I, I don't think we really need to say much more than it. it was. If you like the original and don't care that it's not going to feel the same, go and see it. Yeah. I mean, I, I've got it my... It is the same film. I've got my rating for it already. I know what I'm going to give it. I don't know what I'm going to give it out of. Hmm. I, that's the thing. I've got to think of a fun way to put it. But I know what my rating is out of five. From one buffalo to a stampede. <laughs> Oh, from one buffalo to uh, well, the canoes or wildebeest, aren't they? Oh, they're wildebeest, aren't they? Um, I, I, as as it came through, I turned to Karis and went, "No canoes is good canoes," <laughs> <laughs> and she ignored me. That bit, that bit, I to be fair, that bit had me feeling the the exact same as I did. Karis cried when original. Mufasa went. Yeah, do, do you know what got me more though? In this one was the bit just before that where you have you have Simba and Mufasa like playing with each other oh yeah, like, yeah, are, yeah. You, are you my friend or something he says to him isn't it are you my yeah. pal yeah yeah that, that was that was it was so sweet that uh, like that was, really and that was something that I, it sounds weird that this was the thing I didn't like when Mufasa was dead and you know he like curls up to him because mm. obviously in the original he goes under it's something about him going under the pool to actually get in I was yeah. like and they didn't do that bit I was like oh come on yeah. I just... anyway good not great, but have you got a rating for it then? Yeah, I think so. Go for it. I'll let you go first because I think you're going to give it a worse rating than me. I think I'm going to give it a three. Oh, that's exactly the same I'm giving yeah. it. So, it's not really three Gnus, is it? Um... Oh yeah, give it, I'll give it three Hyenas out of five. I'll oh yeah, three, yeah. I'll do it, the three Hyenas out of five. So yeah. Sorry, I, I, I'd give the original one a four star. Yeah, that's the thing. I'd give it four stars. I'd, ar- so. I'd argue the same. So it's a drop. It's a drop down. That's that's the thing. It's a drop down. It's not as good. It doesn't have the same heart, but it's still it's all pretty. Right. Yeah. Um, mm. Yes. So I suppose that brings us to the end of the review, and we'll move on to. Well, no more clues. No we more do, clues. We do, do we not do the guess who's? Oh, I thought we were still now. doing on the episode. Oh, I thought that was going to be like an actual oh, something to tune You'll just into. do that something else. Yeah, we'll just tune it in anyway. So yeah, thank you again for listening to another episode. As you can see, we've really worked out how we're putting everything together at the moment. Yes. Um, again, we're still a working process. Any ideas, throw them our way and we're happy to sort of take them on and try and work around it. Um, so you can always email us at um, oldyouborrowed2 at gmail.com mm. or you can contact us on any of our socials at onbwpod. 
which Correct. we put quite things up. We put um, a top 10 list every Friday. Put guess, we who's. guess who's on the alternate weeks when we're not doing the actual podcast. And there may be other things coming in the future. It depends on what we decide to do and how much time we have and what you guys suggest. So, yeah. Well, thank you for tuning in. Yeah, thank you for tuning in. Um, great to speak as always. So I suppose that comes to the end. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, thank you. I, As always, I've been Josh. And I've been Josh. And we are Josh. <laughs> we are Josh like we are clan. <laughs> <laughs> Jingle for reviews.